Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, everybody. It's 6.01 p.m. Pacific Time, and it's time for my private audio call. The date is August the 4th, 2016, and I don't have a scheduled guest speaker for tonight, um, but Donaldson wants to speak up, so we're going to have him talk for a while and tell us what he's learned. Uh, Hi, there you go. You've been unmuted. I was just listening to some Bill Cooper uh, not Bill Cooper, Bill Thornton. Um, Bill and, Cooper. Uh, he was ta- I'm, a, I'm <laughs> Bill Cooper. We Everyone here William. should be Bill Cooper. If you're not Bill Cooper, who are you? Um, okay. But yeah, you know Bill Thornton, right? Yes, I do. Like He's this common law guru on the internet. Um, and I really believe in some of the things that he talks about. His website uh, so, is 1215.org, in case anybody's interested. Mm-hmm. Bill Thornton's website is 12, the number is 1215.org. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. So having having the law library seriously close to me, I, I go there and I look up some of the stuff Bill Thornton is is talking about, and it turns out to be true. Mm-hmm. And one of the other things... That, He's that, been on our uh, call. He did a four-hour call with oh, us nice. oh, some years back. But anyway, go ahead. Well, I just because of his commenting about special master, I did my research on it and made some. Um, I guess you can call it annotations regarding that 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 uh, that subject matter. So, in Arkansas, in 2014, a, a court held that a, a special master is a, is a judge uh, subject to the Arkansas Code of Judicial Conduct, and the application of that conduct code is mandatory. So, I think Bill was probably subject to these ethics codes if he was appointed special master. You know. Under this particular, under this common law here of common law of Arkansas appellate court. Okay, but you and, said that's uh, New Mexico, right? Where? New Mexico. New Mexico. Uh, no. What state? Arkansas. Arkansas, because Bill lives here in California. No, this right, right, right. So, so what I did was I did research on what Bill was talking about, right? Like I, I literally went and looked up the word "special master." Okay. In in words and phrases, at the law library, and what I found was one was one thing. I only found one thing. And it says. It says this. It says a special master. Is a judge. Subject. To the Arkansas Code of Judicial Conduct. And the application of the conduct code is mandatory. 
And I think that's important. Bill Thornton was appointed to be a judge. That's cool that I can actually verify and authenticate his claim. Where and when? Uh, well, he claims to have been, right? So even if he was never really truly appointed, don't you think that this evidence presented today would be enough to validate his claim even even halfway? It would, you know, it would like, even if he never did it, I mean, yeah, he, he could be lying. That's true. <laughs> but uh, no, there's many more. Bill Thornton uh, is a liar. What, what's that? Bill Thornton is not a liar. No, I don't think so. But uh, let's see, there was this other thing, uh, special. Okay, so let's just go. I'm just going to go back up real quick to what I was just reading, which was the trustee deed and what that is from case law. So I, I kind of shifted gears away from special master. And I do that because there's so many different topics to, to talk about that it doesn't make sense to sit there and talk about that all day. It doesn't, it's not like, uh, you know, rocket science. You know, <laughs> I think everyone can pretty much get what a next friend is. You know, we, hey, I'm here representing such and such. I'm his next friend. You know, and uh, one one interesting thing is though, um, Angela, the thing that Donaldson gets hung hung up on is is the quantum grammar because you know i i actually donaldson actually knows i you know i speak of myself in third person but i really know like quantum grammar pretty good and and recently are you familiar with nla national liberty alliance no not that i could well, recall. I, I national liberty alliance yeah i don't know what a, is it? <laughs> okay is a group that everybody should at least go and have a peek at uh, they are organized nationally. Uh, right now, they, I believe, uh, have members in every state which are forming committees um, to address local issues and to do it through, you know, constitutionally. Okay, um, and they part of their approach is to address the sheriffs in uh, your the community, the county, okay? And with, with the addressing of the sheriff and holding the sheriff's feet basically to the fire of the Constitution, you see, uh, their, their claim in L.A. is that they will be able to, as people, defeat the tyranny, you know, if the sheriff steps up, <clears throat> or or the militia, the people, that's the other result. The people can just form militias and, uh, you know, do that. I, I, now, I'm just saying that to, to, to let you know that I've been listening to some of their, their calls. You know, I've been on their calls. I'm an, I, you know, I was a supporter. I, I kind of support the concept of common law grand juries. There are a few things that Robert Durash, I'm sorry, John Durash talks about that I don't per- – necessarily agree with um, but I maybe I haven't done my research so it's possible that I don't I don't know what you know everything and it's I think the John DeRash will probably agree that he doesn't know everything either 
But but I guess I was mentioning NLA because uh, of the the one of the the things that I've been seriously admiring about it is the knowledge of the common law uh, grand jury and and the power really of of the committee of safety you know and and the ability of using quantum grammar at the level of the community that at the level of what what John Derash is talking about in National Liberty Alliance forming committees of safety to address public issues locally right but but um being able to circumvent norm- normally grand juries would be immune from any type of or they become a semi-autonomous right uh, and wouldn't be subject to prosecution or they wouldn't be able to be stopped to investigate or to report on certain things on a local level right but if it's the citizenry we're talking about then as a possible scenario set up where these people already have residency and so they've subscribed some of their sovereignty over to these people that are sitting on the board you see so who are they to form a committee when they have already given the authority over there needs to be a proper um, addressing of the authority of the for these committees that are forming on the local level you know to address these local problems of what it, whether it be federalism or, or 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 color of law actions by state officials uh, and the the perfect way that I think to address it is to literally create that separate legislative state of being through a higher level of writing like they lawyers right love to write in legalese I'm as a matter of fact a friend showed me a contract reason you know uh, not too long ago when that when I <clears throat> looked at it, it it seemed so esoteric it was ridiculous i was just like this cannot be real <laughs> and it, you know it was it was extremely uh frustrating to read okay and and there was many different options but that's that's really going to benefit on the lo- you know when it comes to the writing is the ability to be able to comprehend of who the who who the audience is you know like if if a grand jury is trying to assert its authority to report and investigate and gets shut down or committee safety gets shut down because of statute or whatnot people in that group have to know you know the constitution and also the common law the common law of england and also ultimately well the united states of america law because it's this country that really, really, really is the first country that gave freedom to the private individual. And it's so possible <laughs> to, uh, to get it. It's like, it, it almost appears just with, within our grasp right now for me. And I see a lot of people get, beginning to, um, to, to hone in on this information, but only people that are really interested you know, in, in, in it. And so normally people have to suffer quite a bit before they get interested. But anyway, that's one, that's one point of interest. I thought people might like to hear about. Okay. 
Let's see. Let me see. You uh, know, uh, uh, you know what? Let me say something here. I just was let's go ahead. Email. Mm-hmm. I was checking my email because uh, King Dolan here says he sent me an email, but guess who I got an email from? Sam Davis is out of the slammer. I got an email from him. Well, thank God someone's out of the slammer. (laughs) Someone good, right? Yeah. He says, hi, everyone. I have made it to the halfway house in Boise. And he gives his new email address. And he says, thank you to everyone for your thoughts and prayers. Write when you can and when it's convenient. My love to all, Sam. Yay. So Sam is almost free man. He's in a halfway house. I mean, his wife, he's not with his wife, but I get, I'll bet they're visiting a lot. But uh, I knew he was getting out this month. I just wasn't sure when. I just emailed him. Maybe we can get him on a call. But anyway, um, that it. Yeah, no, I never. I don't know Sam Davis. No, I've got a lot more stuff. You know, the idea, like one of the things is when it comes to correct sentence structure, is. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Okay. All right. Thank God for Sam being out, by the way. That's cool. Yes. And Roddy K has his hand up, so we'll find out. What. Sure. Sure, sure. Go ahead, uh, Roddy can I, K. Can, okay. Yo, hey, what's going Roddy on? K. Uh, Angela, I sent you a Skype yeah. message. I was wondering if you'd be willing to copy and paste it to the chat board and let the audience decide what's going on. A Skype message? Let me look here. Well, Hold on a second. I, I sent them to you weekly trying to... Yeah, I just see guess, but the but the last one is an audio clip uh, at the forty eight minute mark, and then I'd like to see oh, what yeah, the audience says. Oh yeah, the forty eight minute mark and listen, please. Nearly four years ago, within ten minutes, he's on twice. Recognize voice. Uh, yeah, would you would you would you post it? At least let the audience decide what's going on with some what of is these that, crisis callers. Yeah, it's uh, Mike Golden's call from about four years ago. Oh, yeah, okay. Hold and on. you'll hear a voice of someone very familiar on there, I think. Who is it? Sam Davis? No, I just wanted you to see. Just okay, listen to it, it and see what the intent of see what the intent of some of the callers you get really is. you got to go to what, the 48-minute mark, you said? Yeah, and within 10 minutes, the uh, the guy chimes in twice, so you can get a, you can get a clear distinction of whose voice it is. But I just wanted to make it aware that the talks you cause, you've heard of crisis actors, uh, correct, on these uh, tragedies? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I believe I believe some of these calls are uh, infiltrated with uh, crisis callers as well. Oh, it's I don't possible. know. Yeah. They're, they're pretty good at psychological warfare, you know. I just don't know why they would bother with us. <laughs> that sounds like a projection, Roddy. Yeah, but if you take a listen to that link Angela's posting and at least give it 10 minutes, see if anybody sounds familiar. Well, don't do it now. <laughs> they have All to right. leave the call here in order to do it. Yeah, I was trying to get, you want to get a hold to of leave? Peter. Oh. No, just separately. But I was hoping to get in touch with Peter, his wife's uh, home uh, temporarily. And oh, Peter, Pete Graves? Peter Hendrickson, uh, he had a meeting oh, with the uh, Michigan District Attorney. Oh. Because they, and they she prosecute. Got out, right? Well, they're still going to try to uh, suborn perjury, get her to suborn perjury, and his meeting with the District Attorney was pretty serious because there's still a crime in Michigan to do that, to suborn perjury, no matter if you're a federal agent or whatever. And mind you, the District Attorney is the one that's prosecuting those people with that. Poisonous water deal up there. Oh gosh! Yeah, so he. Yeah, when you get the DA on, 
you know something's good. I wonder what's going on. Roddy, right that's, that's a really cool point, though, that you just made about the DEA, though. I really admire you for that. I mean, that's, think about this, Trinzi versus Pagliaro, right? Statements of counsel in brief are not sufficient for summary judgment. I looked that up. That's still a valid case. Yeah, I shepherdized it at the law library. Richard Cornforth pre- preaches that one. I have that one. There's a remedy for that right there. If you know something that's going on, Roddy, over there, you should go help them. Here's the case, Trinzi versus I Pagliaro. I have, I have no jurisdiction in, uh, in Michigan, but the, uh, the common law, as you mentioned, is in full effect, and if you are, uh, if you have a case and know what's going on and how to do it, a, a simple letter to your Secretary of State will uh, definitely uh, get some uh, heads rolling, because they act in behalf of the people or the state, which the people are the state in many aspects, but uh, yeah, they'll send in their district attorney saying, take a look at this, we've got a problem, some, something criminal is going on in our area, you know. Well, something criminal going on everywhere. Roddy? It's called government. <laughs> but if you if you can show that you're not contracted with the entity that's bothering you, because uh, when you read case law, like the, if you look at the word consent, mm-hmm. everybody says without the consent of the governed. A lot of times when you sign up for a license or certain things, you actually do consent. Mm-hmm. So you, don't, you don't give up all rights, but... They're not violating your rights if they uh, try to correct you, you know, in that contract. So if you look at the word consent uh, at them online or the legal dictionary, it's pretty clear how we're doing it. Yeah, but there's also the voidable contract. We can consent, but this is the whole purpose for the minor's disabilities and keeping everyone in it. Because what if you consent to a contract and you don't know all of its terms because you're a legal idiot? Well, not only that, is there non-disclosure. If they don't disclose all the... uh, Heretofores, you're not going to know, right? There's a Here's, presumption. That's a voidable contract. There's a presumption. Presumption is not a bad word. That if you go well, in somewhere and sign your name to something, that you knew full well what was going on. That's true, and that's why the miners' contracts are not automatically void, but voidable only. And it's really up to the discretion of the judge whether to uphold the contract of the miner. But um, well, you would have to show an it, age yeah. problem, an incompetence issue, some kind of legally insane, mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah, that can be done. Or that well, le- legal. Oh, sorry, okay. so I just want to mention this: legal disability is also a dis as actually recognized as you know, one of those disabilities that would keep you in a minor status. Having no legal knowledge, that is a disability. And a lot of people probably should take note of that. Don't you, I mean, think that being an idiot has its advantages? Who are you asking? Well, all i got to do is check your public education. That's also part of the scheme and a presumption if you went through the public full system that you're well and within your capability of, uh, you know, making a decision for yourself. So when you sign up, there's no more schooling needed. You just merely take a class on how to how to do their their policy, how they want it done. Yeah, but they can't come in and say, well, we're going to have to go 12 more years of training and all this stuff. So that that's the right, next. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, without the debate. I think that your point is fantastic about the about the disability 
issue. That's my point, really. But it sounds like you're bringing that up, you know, in a way. Yeah, I don't know what your interpretation is, but whatever one we've heard about incompetence, well, what, every time someone yeah. goes to a court mm-hmm. and has an issue, like if you sign up to be a driver and you have an issue, they're going to say, well, we're going to make sure you're competent because, uh, first of all, they don't want to give a license to an idiot. That's why, Car- you know, Carl and some others mentioned. So, uh, yeah, that's that's part of the, uh, like I said, part of the nexus. As you volunteer, you sign up for it. And that's why it's encouraged not to sign your name to, you know, anything. Go through your whole life as best you can without signing your name. I've heard that, I'll just say this, that I've heard that the signature is merely evidence of a living human being. A living man, if you will, you know, life form with life. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with the uh, the situation. No. It doesn't prove that you're alive. Your signature. It I like what on Dark Knight. I like what Dark Knight has to say on here. He says uh, a license is when the Khazars take a right from you, then sell it back to you. I like that. Uh, that's pretty that, much that, it. That is pretty good. But however, you got to realize that Dark Knight. You say that. Yeah. No one put again. I hope they didn't put a gun to his head or her head and said, here, take this life. Yeah, but, but Roddy, there's oh. a deeper level. People there's a deeper think level of understanding. Without it. Or, you know, you can't do business without a license. Most people believe that because that's what we're taught. you got to get a license for everything, pretty much. If you want to be a contractor, you want to be a doctor, just want to be a driver. I mean, you know, you have to get a license for just about everything. And the main reason to get it is to be correct, right, guys? They want us if to be correct. we got to no. get a license. So, Roddy, let me finish no. speaking for a sec, okay? Hold on a second. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I'm not saying that it's correct. I'm saying the system is set up. You're getting a license. We're, we're under a presumption that that's the correct thing to do. All right? It's not necessarily that we found out, right? Uh, Donaldson is simply offering you uh, his, his own thing. I say agree with them about it. Say, okay, yeah, I'll take the license, but let's make sure that it's correct. If you're saying it's correct to have a license, let's – Let's keep everything on the up and up and raise the bar on the correctness. No ambiguity at all. How about that? No ambiguity at all. Zero. See, in the writing, if I'm going to sign it, you see what I mean? Like, I can contract with who I want to, how I want to. I'm just offering the truth. If you want to contract with your friends and neighbors, that's that's wonderful. But what it is is a commercial foreign (laughs) entity coming into your state. And merely mm-hmm. being on the record as incorporated, mm-hmm. and their, the state provides certain protections if you come in. And no, no, dude. Who told you your definition of state? State is the people of that community. The state are the state. community. What? It's your state you of think mind. the state is some out yeah. of? Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. You're state contracting with yourself. Down. Hold on. When I go to the DMV, I'm contracting with myself. That's impossible, dude. You cannot contract with yourself. That's why when you sign state documents. Right, and there's someone there working as an employee for the state, and you are a resident or citizen. You're not. It's a unilateral agreement. It is not bilateral. 
It's, it is so it is a form of contract, but it's a unilateral one. So you're going right. to a fictional entity and asking for permission, right? Man, be quiet. Angela, will you please mute him? No, I'm not going to mute him. <laughs> that is ridiculous. He's talking about fiction? That is some patriot mythology right there, for real. What is? What is? What's, what's patriot mythology? What? Exactly. First of all, if he, he just said... if something about consenting to sign the documents, right? No one's forced anyone to sign it, right? And then he comes in talking about the fiction. Wait a minute. There's no fiction if those people are signing up to be part of the body politic. It's not a fiction. It's a body politic, group of people joining together to support each other, and they're getting involved. There's no, there's no fiction there. Fiction. <laughs> Why do they put your name in all capital letters? They're why do they? Why do they write it? Why do they, they write it in all caps? They can't deal with. That's why when you go to court, they say you need to get a lawyer, because they can't deal with you in as a man or a woman. They can only deal with you as a fiction. You need representation, <laughs> just like a corporation would need a hey, lawyer or something. Angela. Yeah. Uh, so a study pal and I were. Donald, just hold on a today. second. I'll unmute you, but just a second. We need to. <laughs> Here, Roddy, Kate, go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I uh, on the side, I chat with you know, just Steve Emerson and other other great uh, wisdom over the years. Okay. I also have a study study partner who lives close by me. And what we're seeing is there's a dual system running parallel with each other, like a corporate incorporated system and a private system that they kind of hide. But part of the nexus is uh, we what we've seen with mortgages and cars. Like if you want to get a car, instead of you actually claiming rights to it, uh, what they're doing is making it so easy for you in the paperwork that they'll say, "Here, sign right here. You get out of here. God bless you. Go get your car, or go get take your go live in your house." But what they don't tell you is they're not finalizing it on the record as it being yours. So they put it in the loan for like ten years or whatever the case may be, so it's never. It's never uh, acknowledged as you accepted it. You are the owner. So it's tied up in that whole contract for 30 years. That's what, what if, people say. Why, why am I what if you paying pay the cash? tax? They can still what do the same. They can still do the same thing. It's all in the paperwork. What paperwork do you use? Yeah, I know as soon as you register anything, if you look up the word Regis registration, you just gave yeah. it over to the state or the queen or whoever you're dealing with. In a sense, but just think about Title. Title's not a bad word, but you can title it as yours, or you can title it as having state interest in it. We, I've seen the forms, and they're, they're very clear on on that. Some of them go through the tax agency. Some of them don't. Well, I've never known still, anyone to not go through a tax agency. I mean, you know, you still have to pay registration. You have to pay, um, you know, uh, smog check. You have to pay for your license plate. <sighs> You have to do all you, that stuff. On the incorporate in the incorporated form, yeah. But there's there should be another document for the man and woman out there to just claim it outright. Like back in the old oh, days. Well, like I, I, I don't came know from if you this. need a document. If you just claim it as yours and you know study all the traffic codes and all the laws and legalities, that way you can speak to the issue whenever you're stopped or dragged into court or whatever. <laughs> well, oh my goodness. What we, what we recognize, I think, the the founding fathers or whomever years ago, that the com the true common law was, 
that if you claim something, they, they started a, just a simple paperwork form for that. And then the commercial entities came in and it, it kind of looked like what we were, the common law was, and get everybody entwined in that system. But yeah, there's a, there's a different system Actually, for a... Uh, no, you're saying something that I agree with right now, okay? Can I, can I compliment you on that? You're talking about cause, the uh, cause, complex cause litigation of, versus... Yeah, hang on, versus of, no, dude. I'm, I want to compliment you. Why don't you oh let me speak? God. What's his problem, Angela? Be nice, Dal. I'll mute everybody yeah. if you don't. Be nice. If, if, Tell him not to, yo, this, uh, if I'm saying something to him, why is he cutting me off, take, yo? Take turns, boys and girls. Yo, if shut up, buddy. Let me speak. Please. If Angela claims this is her call, anybody could jump in and say, no, 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 it's my call, my call. But what we do is we look at the paperwork, and there's... um preponderance of the evidence to show that this is actually Angela's, she has rights to it. You know what I'm saying? So we recognize that there's a piece of paper somewhere that settles the matter, a deed of trust or whatever. Anything. So that's why they always want to check a record to see what's going on, whose is it, if there's a, a what do you call it, a grievance or a, a controversy. Mm -hmm. We just merely look at the paperwork. Okay. Listen, but, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. You are on some other levels right now, sir, and I respect your opinions, but just, just remember, everyone, these are merely opinions of Roddy, and he has not backed up anything. Okay. Hold on, everybody. Delaware, you've been unmuted. Go ahead. Dave, I think that's you. Yeah. What is Sam Davis's email address? You started oh. on that and never gave it out. Oh, well, I wasn't going to give it out over the call, but I oh, will. Okay. I will anyway, because uh, it's pretty much the same as it was. B-L-D-R-M-T-N. Wait a minute. It's Boulder Mountain abbreviated. Boulder Mountain. So it would be B-L-D-R-M-T-N. N. Mm-hmm. At msn.com. Okay, thank you very much. Now, the next yep. item. You're welcome. The license is only required if you want to do business with the government. You don't need a license to do business with your next door neighbor or anyone else. Only if you need to do business with the corporation government, you need a license from the corporation government to do business with it. Now, as far as the signature, no one has, no document they have has your authorized signature. And these crooked bastards, look on your bank checks. The line that you have to sign, it's not a line. It's, a micro it's in microprint. And guess what it says in the microprint when you put a magnifying glass or a, a strong uh, um, authorized representative. Authorized, authorized signature. No, it says authorized. In the microprinting, it says authorized signature. Now, if they were not committing a fraud, why would they have to put it in microprint so that you could not see that what it was saying? I know. Actually, What's up with that? Why do they do that? That's like ridiculous. To trick you into. To but, trick you know, you there's, into, there's, right next to the microprint they, line, it says microprint. They do not have anyone's authorized signature because they never provided us with the full disclosure. Therefore, you and I never had the ability or capability to form an intent to authorize because we never had the information. Therefore, there was no way we could come to a meeting of the minds because there was no sharing of mutual knowledge. They may have a paper, and it may have a signature on it. 
It may even be your signature, but it is not your authorized signature. And Kobe Bryant, a a sports, uh, I think it was basketball star from California, Kobe Bryant, won his case, got his case thrown out by saying, nothing other than that is not my authorized signature. That is not my authorized signature. That is not my authorized signature. Over and over and over, no matter how they rephrased the question, that was the only thing he would say. They finally, in desperation, had to trump up some excuse to null-pross the charges. So what if he said... Uh, what the if definition he... of, if it's not an authorized signature, it must be a what? Unauthorized. Unauthorized, right. Look up the definition in your Black Law Dictionary of an unauthorized signature. It's a forgery, and you cannot be held to a forged or document bearing a forged or unauthorized signature. So you don't have to mention that. They will never bring it up. All Kobe Bryant did was, that is not my authorized signature, and they did not mention. Curious why they never mentioned that if it's not unauthorized, what is it? Yeah. Uh, You know what? I'm curious to know. What was that regarding? His case? I don't know. I don't know. And was it some kind of a contractual thing? or it, it doesn't matter. There's no document in their records, whether it's a driver's license or an application for marriage or anything else. No document they have has an authorized signature because they never provide us with the full disclosure. Right. Right. Thank so we should go much. into the bank and ask them. Well, thank you. We should go into the bank and ask them, why is this line in microprint saying authorized signature? Because we're lying crooks and thieves. <laughs> the Constitution very clearly says Congress shall coin the money and regulate the value thereof. It does not say Congress shall rent the nation's money supply at interest from a private group of banksters, 10 separate banks that own the Federal Reserve Corporation private bank stock. And the United States Supreme Court has already ruled in a case called uh, Bowser, B-O-W-S-H-E-R versus Sinar, S-Y-N-A-R. That's U.S. Representative Mike Sinar versus Bowser was the original case. And when it got to the Supreme Court, they reversed who's the plaintiff and who's the defendant. In that case, the Supreme Court said Congress, being a legislative branch body, does not have authority to uh, regulate, I'm sorry, to delegate to an executive branch body, a constitutionally mandated responsibility. Of course, they were talking about, because Bowser at that point was the head of the GAO, Government Accounting Office, and the issue was about the lying, thieving cheats that pretend to be a Congress were trying to pass the graham rudman hollings Act so they could cut the budget by 10% across the board and when the constituents complained to their congressmen, they could beg off by saying, oh, well, we're the exec- we're only the legislative branch. We have no power over the executive branch. Well, Mike Sinar took exception to that evasive, lying, thieving, cheating crap that they were trying to pull. And he sued them. And the Supreme Court said, Congress, being a legislative branch, cannot delegate to an executive branch the GAO or the Federal Reserve Corporation either, but no one seems to bring that issue. If it's not 
If they don't have the authority to do it with one agency, they also do not have the authority to do it with the Federal Reserve Private Corporation either. But funny thing, anytime some state gets their, their Secretary of State or uh, Attorney General, whatever, the guy either wakes up dead in the morning or for some reason does not get reelected or it never gets pursued. It gets bumbled and dropped. Anyway, thank you for Sam Davis's email. You're welcome. You know, there's a question here on the board from Patriot One. They want to know. They said, ask Dave, if I write the IRS and sign the letter authorized signature, does it obligate the IRS to honor my letter? Well, we teach do not do not contact or reply to the IRS because if, if you want to know how to avoid and be uninvolved with them, go to www.escapeharassment.com. E-S-C-A-E-P-E, Escape Harassment, H-A-R-A-S-S-M-E-N-T.com. And implement strategy number one immediately, continuously, repeatedly, always, and forever. And uh, study those definitions that are posted at the website. Okay, but what's the answer to the question, do you know? The answer is, when you get papers from that uh, particular corporation, which the IRS has not anything to do with government, it's a private for-profit corporation. Rod Class has proven that. He's got four separate judgments from four separate courts and four separate occasions that none of those agencies are government. They're all private for-profit enterprises. Now, what if the government, though, what if the IRS didn't send you anything and you just want to write them a letter? And you why sign would, your why name? would you deliberately, well, why would you deliberately being... subject yourself to a foreign corporation's <laughs> jurisdiction? Maybe you have a question. I mean, I don't know. Patriot One is, is posing the question. Well, he can if go you to the send website, a letter. He, he can go to the website oh. and submit the question, and I'll be okay, glad to well, answer Okay, well, I know all that about the $150 strategy uh, one you offer. So I guess he, he just wants to know. You if, can still send an email without buying the strategy. <laughs> okay, Patriot hey, I'll give you the email now. It. Just send, have him send whatever that question is to the no tax man, N-O-T-A-X-M-A-N, no tax man at D-M-V. That stands for Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia, not the Department of Motor Vehicles, even though they are the same letters. <clears throat> anyway, it's dmv.com, no tax man at dmv.com, or go to the website and Push the submit and submit your written email, and I'll answer it either way. Okay. Thank you again. All right. Thank you. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Northwest California. Go ahead, Northwest California. You've been unmuted. Donaldson, I'll unmute you in a minute. Let's have somebody else talk for a while. Northwest California, hi. go ahead. Hi. Yeah, hi. This is Tree Hugger. And uh, yeah, Donaldson sounds like he's bullying people. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> well, he just comes on strong. I don't know if he's bullying people. He just uh, he comes on strong, but that's what the little mute button is for. So, <laughs> is yeah. that all you wanted to say? <laughs> no, no, because he was denying the fact that that there's a fiction that that fiction is not real. That well, that's kind of weird. I mean, <laughs> it's literally fiction not. is real, Donaldson. <laughs> fiction is real. <laughs> no, but besides that, it's 
it's like the name, and you know, you and I are real. You know, all of us living beings are real. But as soon as you attach a name to a living being, that's a fiction. There's a, a name is not truth. And the and and the name is what you can't get on a plane or a bus or a train in this country without an ID, without some kind of ID. And and that's what you use for your ID. You use a name. And the the name is is a complicated thing. You know, I don't think Donaldson's been listening to enough Truth Radio to uh to and I don't want to I don't want to like you know poke poke at him while he's muted. But it's um the name is it's an artificial entity. It's like a virtual reality that they created with the names. They're, your name is like on you know doing hypothetically you know traveling you know from. Um, you know, Los Angeles to Dallas or from Dallas to, to, to New York, you know, and it's all on this, in this virtual world that, that they have created so they can tax us and, and stuff. And, Take advantage. But, you know, we are not our names. That's and and right. that, a name is a fiction. A name is an artificial creation. Even and if you go into just, court and say that, they'll laugh you out. They'll laugh you right out the door. Yeah. Well, you got to, yeah, you got, I'm, you I'm gotta just, know this is just for you conversation. Gotta know more. Yeah, you got to know more than that. Yeah, this is, just, I'm just like giving, giving a broad, like painting with a broad brush. Okay. And, uh, and yeah, by the way, Angela, last week, your, um, that guest who was talking about property taxes, yeah, Steve. Emerson. Which was really interesting. He, I've tried to to play the the, the download of that, and it's not playing. I don't know because really? I, I didn't catch the whole thing. And yeah, and the download's not playing. The the on huh. on the uh, website, it won't. It's not playing for me. Hmm. I don't know what that's about. I don't know I why. On the website. Yeah. On what yeah. website? On my private audio. Website? Yeah. Yeah. Your archive right on. On the front page on your archive. Yeah. That, I wonder why. I wonder why that's. It's not working. I I think maybe because he was right over the target. He was just. He was right over the target, and he was. Well, there's also really, a video on my website that uh, it's an audio, but it's on YouTube that Bo and Rocco did, and that really it's like in three steps or parts, I believe, and it goes. He gets right into, you know, all the ways to do what he did. But uh, I'm looking, uh, I'll have to try that later and find out what's up with that. Because I don't know why. It should be working. No one else has complained about it. So try it again, maybe. Okay. I don't know why that would happen. It's on TalkShoe. It's not really anything I can do anything about, but... I have to change okay. the website. God, I still have Steve Emerson on the website. <laughs> I've been real busy with my son, so I haven't had time to do everything I'd like to do. But uh, all right, is that it for you? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'll listen and I'll listen. Okay, thank you, Tree Hugger. <laughs> Let's see here. Donaldson has his hand up again. Okay, you've been unmuted. 
Hello, Donaldson. I'm going to mute you out. If you don't I'm here talking. again. I, I wanted to mute myself uh, for just in case um, you unmuted me and I was doing something out of respect for the call. So I okay. I just had to unmute myself. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, so um, is there anything of interest that you've been thinking about or studying that you – that you would like information on, Angela, because me, uh, oh yeah, is, yeah, you, yeah, oh yeah, that's yeah. I'm gonna mm-hmm. file a lawsuit. Uh, uh, I'm to file a lawsuit. What about a lawsuit? Franchise okay. tax board of California, and uh, I'm more, you want to file a lawsuit? Well, have yeah, you exhausted your administrative remedies to get rid of liens that are on my name? Have I? Exa- no, of course not. I'm on a. I, I'm not going to do it until I know damn well what I'm doing. Do you know if you even have to exhaust your administrative remedies would be a better question. Well, I don't know. I don't think I have to. Right. I don't know. What are my administrative remedies? I don't even do administrative remedies. Well, you asked me a question, so that was let me, my let me put it. Yeah, let me, let me, let me put a quick link. I'll answer the question, no, but I'm going to put a link into the chat room so that people can that. follow along, okay? I'm going to put you on mute because you don't. Stop talking. You talk over everybody. You can't have a normal conversation. Okay? When you can do that, I'll unmute you. You know, it's give and take. Both you talk a little, then I talk a little, or someone else talks a little. You don't just keep talking over people when they're talking. You can't have a conversation that way. So, anyway, next up we have Patriot One. Go ahead, Patriot One. You've been unmuted. God, oh, thank you. Thank you, Angela. You're um, welcome. It's, it's hard your son's days and all, but uh, at least he's not hollering and screaming, which I like. And then I, I learn from him. So, uh, Sauce me, though. The, I mean, it, he's like a one of those um, energy vampires. Sorry, Donaldson, but that's the way I feel about you. you. You you drain me of all my energy. You make it really difficult. I used to enjoy this call, but when you come on, it's a, a real job. I mean, it's not like... The information is flowing back and forth. You just step all over anybody, especially me, whenever you want to, and say your piece as if that's, you know, all that matters. Well, it's not. Nobody here really likes what you have to say half the time. You know, we're not doing all that administrative remedy shit. Excuse my French. I love you, Donaldson. I love everybody, but, you know, I have to, you know, I don't hold back. Anyway, go ahead, Patriot One. I'm sorry. (laughs) I appreciate it, and, and I hope I, I, I hope I'm not offensive. But uh, oh, no, you know, the, the reason I asked Dave about the authorized signature, and and he won't explain it, because I'm getting letters from Michigan from all the way back to 2008 that they want taxes, income taxes, when I didn't live there since 2008. So you get a letter eight years later, and you can't just send them back a letter say I'm sorry I don't want to contract with you or actually or you can't actually you really can have you tried it well I don't evidently not because I don't know how to do it because... <laughs> you just write a letter that's saying I don't want to contract I don't wish to contract with you find someone else to throw your stupid letters to or something well that would work, I suppose. It will. It will work because you're letting them know who you know you are. It's all about status. I've said this a million times. 
You know, I, 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 it, it, only you can determine your status. Don't allow them to determine your status for you because that's what they're doing to everybody. But when you stop and you say, no, 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 am I not the only one that can determine my status? What are they going to say? Well, they will send you a letter back and says, uh, we're in receipt of your letter and disagree with it. Well, uh, they can't disagree please. with it because they can't determine your status. Who the hell are but, they? Are they God? They, they're not God. They're not the master of you. You're not, like Larkin Rose says, you're not the boss of me. But they you know, still, just tell them. They still Who? will seize your bank accounts. They will place liens well, on you. Yeah, if you. Yeah, they will. Don't have a bank account. You want to fix that problem? It's real well, easy. Like, Don't have a bank account. That's like saying or have, have a, a bank job. account. Don't have a bank account or have a bank account and just keep, you know, the minimum in there. I, I do that. But uh, I mean, they took all my son's money and I that was it for me. No more bank accounts. I have one bank account open with $7 or something in it. That's it. They try to hit what? it up on a regular basis. The Franchise Tax Board regularly hits up my bank account and wipes it out. But they get $7. They get four dollars. Well, in this case, I, I wrote him back and showed him my driver's license because I drive truck for a living. That I moved from Michigan to Texas, and there, and I showed him check stubs, driver's license, and the letter where the company hired me. And they tell him they write me back. That's not enough information to prove you're not a resident of Michigan. <laughs> and, I, and I, I also ask him what evidence do they rely on that demonstrates that I was a resident of Michigan? That's what, that's what I mean. Is There's no... If you write them back and say, I don't want a contract with you, they'll say, well, that's fine. Here's the bill. you got 30 days to pay or we're going to start levying your stuff. And that's, that's how they do it. So that's why I was asking. You're talking about the IRS, I, right? I'm talking about Michigan IRS, the state of Michigan. Oh, the state. Tax. Okay. So that's why I asked if you do an authorized signature, dear Michigan. I do not live in Michigan. I'm not a resident of Michigan. I do not wish to contract with Michigan. Authorized signature. Does that authorized signature mean anything to them, or do they just continue on with what they do? Ah, they'll probably just continue on. You have to do something to put. You got to ask them a question. That puts them on the spot. Real simple. One sentence. Am I not the only one that can determine my status? Try that. One sentence with a question mark. Am I not the only one that can determine my status? Stops them cold every time, I'm telling you. But it's too simple for people to grasp. I will add that. I will add that. Uh, no, don't add to... it. Just send that only. Am I not the only one that can determine my status? That's all that needs to be there. If they're calling or writing to you and saying anything, am I not the only one that can determine my status? Period. That's it. You're done. Because they can't say, no, you're not the only one. They can't do that. Only you can prevent forest fires. Only you can determine your status. And status is everything. 
everything. I, I, I mentioned his name last week. Jack Alpan wrote a book. I think you know you can see video of him on um, um, William Wagoner did some Second Thought TV shows, you know. Whatever happened to William? I haven't seen him in a while. But anyway, if you go read, uh, watch Jack Alpen. He wrote a book. It's called the 18, I forget what the hell it was called. It was, he changed the name a couple times. One was uh, the, the con, the con, the con of the constitution. I, God, I can't remember what it was called. But anyway, I have it. And that book explains it all to you. I mean, he was a student of, I think it was Richard McDonald back in the day, but they parted ways because they didn't see eye to eye on some things. But uh, that's what I learned from the man. I, 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 and I listened really well to him. I used to go over to his house because I built a website for him and then he passed away. But he was a dentist. And he used to talk about, you know, these mercury amalgams in the teeth and how you should get them out and fluoride, how bad it is. This was back in the 70s he was talking about this stuff. So, I mean, he was very brave. I think they, I'm not sure, but I think they took his license away from him. I'm not, I don't remember. But his son became a dentist also. But uh, his book was it for me. Okay, it was called A Matter of Status. That was it. A matter of status, and I, I, I mean, who couldn't make it any clearer that that's everything. Status is everything. That's why I called one of our Yahoo groups. It's called Status is Freedom, because I, I don't know how many times we have to say it. They can't determine your status. Only you can determine your status, and so that's all you need to do, and you're done, in my opinion, anyway. Even oh, dark uh, night on here. So no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I ahead. wouldn't ask. I wouldn't ask. Am I the only one able to determine my status as resident? I would just say, Am I the only one that able to determine my status? Am I not the only one that can determine my status? Just like that. Am I not the only one that can determine my status? Question mark. Okay. I wrote it down. Am I not the only one that can determine my status? They gotta come back and say, Oh, they'll 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 try to evade the issue. They'll try to come back and say, We have, you know, documentation from the mortgage from the bank or saying that you earned uh this much or you 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 paid taxes or you know, I don't know. They do that with me. They come back and they say they got documentation. But A9s or something, those forms from the IRS saying that I, you know, paid interest on my mortgage payment or something like that. I don't even look at them. You know, but that has nothing to do with the issue. I mean, they try to evade the issue. You just come back with, am I not the only one that can determine my status? Once you get past that, then we can move on to other issues. But hold them, hold their feet to the fire. Don't let them go any further than that. They'll keep sending you documents, <coughs> stupid stuff. And, you know, you they'll threaten you with liens and they'll threaten you with other stuff. Am I not the only one that can determine my status? So it wouldn't be, uh, um, forgive me for having a uh, oh, don't, delirious no problem. brain. You don't have to. 
No problem. So, uh, so, so I could say I am not a resident of Michigan. No, no. Am I? No. Am I not the only one? Say, you don't have to say any of that other stuff. Why okay. would you engage them in more conversation than you have to? Really? Well, I don't know if I. <laughs> I don't know if I have to or not. So. Well, you don't have to. You don't have to talk to them. You don't have to communicate anything to them. They're the fictions. They're they're you know. <laughs> Uh, they're nothing. They don't exist unless you cr- let them. Okay. They only have anything to do with you unless you engage them in the conversation and continue with them and go back and forth. Why would you do that? <clears throat> because it seems to me to be a, a true and honest person that I would inform you know, to you know, it's like to fully inform you if if you and I were to agree on mowing lawns or something. Yeah, but you and me are, are man to man, man to woman, you know. Right. You're, you're talking about the IRS, which is a, that legal entity, that legal fiction, you know. And you don't have to deal with them. You're not a corporation. This is my opinion only, you know. I mean, you do what you got to do. But, you know, if it were me, that's how I do it. I, you know. I don't ask for proof of claim. I don't do any of that stuff. All I say is, am I not the only one that can determine my status? And that's good for anything they ask you. Because if they ask you, are your shoes tied? Well, am I not the only one that can determine my status? Once you answer that, then we can move on to other issues. Because they're never going to answer it. They cannot determine your status unless you let them. You know, you bend over and say, here you go, kick me in the butt here, and then you can get this chick after, you know, only if you let them. They only do to you that which you allow them to do, okay? You as a man. Now, they will take over your bank account, and they'll garnish your wages because all of that is under their, well, it's in their realm. You, you, You use your Social Security card, whatever, you know. But even okay. if you use your social security number, they shouldn't be taking your stuff. Right. So that sentence no, won't necessarily stop them from doing anything. But it's true. I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what that, did that, you say? That sentence won't necessarily stop them from continuing to take your stuff, but it's a true sentence. Right. And if you go into court and say, am I not the only one that can determine your my status? I would love to. I've never done it, so I don't know what the outcome would be in a court, but I would love to try it sometime and see what happens, see what the judge says. Well, he can either say yes or no. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, it's... <laughs> And if you he take care no, of yourself and your family it. and you take care of, you know, your loved ones, it's nobody else's business. They don't need to interfere in your life unless you harm somebody or their property, period. That's the only thing they need to do. The only time you need to hear from them is when you, you know, if if you hurt somebody or, or harm somebody's property, that's when you're supposed to hear from them. But other than that, No. Those corporate entities don't need to contact you and shouldn't be contacting you unless you let them. And see, we're not taught in school. 
not to let them. We're taught in school to bow down to them and let them stick it wherever they want. And that's, you know, unfortunate. We have to change that. But hopefully, you know, eventually enough people will get it. Yeah, I'm waiting for my light bulb to come on. Thank you, Angie. Oh, I'm sure you've it's come on a lot. <laughs> you sound pretty up there, like you're you know been doing it for a while. But uh, yeah. we get hung up, you know, we get stuck in that rut, thinking we have to communicate with these people, and maybe you do a little bit, but you know they're not the boss of you. I heard Obama on the news today talking about. He said, "There's no debtor's prison." I'm pretty sure I heard him say that. So if that's the case, well, then what are they doing? Did you hear Obama gave $400 billion in cash to Iraq or Iran or somebody over there on a pallet, delivered on pallets, cash? What the hell is that? I mean, I saw those images on the Internet with drug deals. That's what it looked like, a big, hairy drug deal. But anyway... I digress. I, I got carried away. Anybody else? Okay, let's see. Oh, we got a whole bunch of people in line here. We got five people in line here. Okay, Roddy. You know, I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'll 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 open it up to you in a minute because you've already spoken. I wanna let's see what North Central New York has to say. Go ahead, you've been unmuted. Hi, Angela. Hi. Um, I I think uh you need to write a list of past callers that you could just refer people to. And say, uh, go listen to this call. Go listen to this call, and you'll find your answer. This guy here is acquiescing to the status because he's answering their their letters. Go go back and listen to Ken W. Ken W. explained to you exa- exactly what you need to do. Send the letters back saying this is not the office, uh, 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 the uh, uh, um, authorized registered agent for this for this name. Send the letter back right on it. Say not the office of registered agent. And any time you keep sending something, send it right back to them. Now, that here you say you have a What are you, what are you lean, saying? Lean You're problem. saying, what is, wait a minute, what are you saying? This You're not is, the, he's answering the status because he's, he's actually he's responding to them. So he's actually taking the place of the status that he's not wanting to say that he is. So just send the letter back uh, right on the face of the letter, not the office of, not, not the office of registered, uh, registered agent. Listen to Ken W. stuff. He'll tell you right there what to do. Okay. Have you done that? He's acquiescing to the status all the time. He's responding back to them. Have you done it? Have you responded back with not the registered agent? I don't have a problem with the IRS. I've sent, yeah, years ago I sent their stuff back to them. I never have a problem with them. I haven't filed a tax or uh, filed or or, uh, even when I work for employees, they don't take uh, somebody. They don't take uh, state or federal taxes because of Irwin Schiff. I just put oh, it on there exempt. Yeah. Irwin's like my mentor. He's the guy I got started, <laughs> cut my teeth me on. Me too. Yeah, me too. I was driving. I used, to live in, I used to live in Allentown, and I used to have this um, only AM station in my um, my scout that I had. And I'm surfing the channels one time, and I caught this station out of New York City, I think it was, and Irwin was on it. I'm dyslexic. I hate books. And I heard Erwin talking about something and, and, and about the taxes and stuff and mentioned his um, federal mafia. And I said, oh, I'm going to get that book. 
<laughs> I sent Death Rock, the only book I ever went sent out to buy, and I got that book, and um, and ended up moving up upstate New York here, Syracuse area, and um, somebody actually put a, a local small circular where I used to live on the country that Irwin was coming to Oneana for a seminar, uh-huh. and I went to that, and that's where I met Irwin then, and um, that's where I eventually then got involved with uh, We the People and went to D.C. for the uh, serving of the, all that stuff that went on down Oh, there. yeah, Bill. Yeah, and, the um, give me liberty.org. Yeah, Bob um, Schultz and, group. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where I got started. You know, like I told you before, I'm, I'm actually in the documentary twice. Um, oh. Don't blink. Don't blink, you'll miss me. But um, <laughs> it was because of going there, I actually met somebody who started me on my journey to really start learning the law. Because when I was there, I ran into, I ran into a, um, here I'm 200-something miles, seven hours away or whatever it was, uh, to get to D.C. I come, I run into uh, an older couple down there. Uh, with the We the People group, they're only 30 miles from my home, uh, from upstate here, and she was an SU Law School graduate. And so she gave me her card, and I called her up when I got back home, and she told me to, you know, basically look up Barton Buttes online. And from that point, I just kept studying and kept learning. Um, you know, I really had kind God, of have you talked? Have you talked to Barton Buttes? No. Well, I used to listen to him when he used to be on Pastor Massad's, uh Higher Ground radio program. You know, he used to have you know. uh, him on and, and uh, Winston Strout, uh, Jack Kennedy, I think. A bunch of guys he used to have on. I don't know if he still has a show. Um, uh, but now, that year you say you have a lien? There are liens on my name, yes, from the state of California. They uh, love doing your, Okay. And the tax liens? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This is what I had done. Uh, with Mike Grady stuff, because you know, I'm the guy who sent the stuff out to uh, um, Sir Richard. I mean, Sir oh. David, uh, with your your you know with your signature page. Um, oh yeah. Okay, so I um, have my cat on the public record. And while I was in uh, the Great Bar uh, County Jail, I was indigent, and I said, "Well, you know, I'm going to try to get a free copy of this thing." So I wrote a letter to the county clerk, and I gave him the page and book number, and I said, "Oh, by the way." Um, take a look at page such and such and, and see whose name is on such and such a line because it was a New York State Supreme Court judge who was defaulted. Well, I got back a letter from them saying that they found the instrument and this and that. It's going to cost me this much. And at this point, I decided I'm not going to um, go through the hoops that you got to jump through and uh, proving that you're indigent and stuff. But what happened when I got out, They um, there was a letter sent to me from the county, I believe it was, I had three years of tax liens that were assessed on me for any garnish. You know, like, like if I had any tax returns, they were going to garnish them, take them for child support. So it was basically the family court. 06, 07, 08, to the amount of about $9,000. Well, they had just done the 2008 only to turn around and void all three years. And it only could be because I've gone on Manta a long time ago, and I found that the officer, the principal officer for civil courts is the county clerk because he's the one who's actually putting the liens on. So if he's the one who puts the liens on, he's the guy who's going to take them off. Since I brought that notice to him of of the cat, it must have been him that voided all three years of those liens. um, Because of the cat document? 
I, it's the only thing I could think of. Yep. I mean, what did you do with the cat doc? I mean, you said you brought it to him. What? Well, it was already on the public It was already recorded in the county on the okay. public record, the county that I was uh, incarcerated. I see. It was already on the public record, so I said I was going to try to get a free copy of it while I was sitting in jail, being that would be like 50-something dollars worth, right? 50-something cents or whatever it is, a dollar a page for a copy, you know, for printout. So since I brought it to his attention, I believe he's the one, and like I said, they had just done the the 08, only to turn around and void it. And since he is a principal officer of the civil court, because it's it's a civil thing, uh, then he's going to be the one to take it off. Uh, because nothing else had ever gone into the court. I never actually made an appearance in the matter of fact, I think the county was going to, the county was going to try to uh, serve me with papers for, for family court. <clears throat> I've never made an appearance in the, in the in the county court in New York State. Um this whole thing started in Pennsylvania. Uh so they hadn't seen or gotten anything from me for about a year or so because I was basically unemployable uh without a driver's license and this type of thing. And so I think they're going to try. They were going to serve me uh, when they took me to the to the little municipal court. And actually, the escorters did a favor because they the guy was going to try to serve me before I went in. They said to this guy, "Oh, you got to wait. You got to wait. We got to get him aside, and you can do that afterwards." So I went into the court. The judge uh, called the you know called the name out, and I didn't I didn't acquiesce to the name. I just said, uh, "You assume and presume," and I proceeded to tell him I have an affidavit that would substantiate my identity. And because I wrote an affidavit up only to make mention of the cat, which I have the copy of the cat because I was counter, I was doing the cross-filing. Anyways, they got that. They never served. They never, as I walked out of the courtroom and the guy was standing in the back of the court that was going to try to serve me, I looked them square in the eyes just to say, you know, what the H do you want? And he never said boo to me. They never came and ever done anything to me because I think what happened when I stood in front of the judge, I laid down being handcuffed. I laid on his desk, which we, if you remember Mike's stuff, he had a 14-page implementing order demand. Uh-huh. That was the cross-filing. And I laid it on his, on his desk in front of him. I said, I need to know what the docket number for this case is so I could put it on the face of this instrument on the PA line. And he saw that I had a fox stamp on the face of that. He about swallowed his tonsils. And he goes, I don't have a docket number. And I'm going, well, what do you mean I have a docket number? How do you file the case? How do people look up? I don't use docket numbers. Well, the escorters knew he was lying to his teeth because apparently, you know, I didn't know what it was called at the time. They had in their pocket the uh, securing orders, which comes from the court, goes to the jail, gives the jailer, you know, instructions. They knew because right on the securing orders, eventually I got the securing orders, and the day I was in front of them, and even a week earlier, was the docket numbers on the securing orders. So anyways, I put the cat, I laid that, and I said, I want back a copy of that, and he never gave me a copy of that back, but um, he did give a copy of the, the cat back. So um, so that's what it's done for me. Uh, so I would suggest maybe just um, trying to play like your indigent, write a letter to the county if you have the, you know, if you, if you have ever taken yours and, and clocked it in, you know, to the record, public records, and Say, you know, no, I never I'm got looking. it in. I never got it in. I took it to all the different courthouses downtown L.A. And Tom 
Tom McFadden also, I think, filed his in his case. He was in the slammer at the time. But um, it didn't work out for us back no, no, then. But did you put it in the public record, though? Do what? Did you try to file it into the county records? I tried. They wouldn't let me. They wouldn't take it. They held it up so everybody could see the red thumbprint on it and, like, ridiculed me. Like, anybody seen one like these? One of these before? You know, blah, blah, blah. And they held it up, you know, so everybody could well, see. And everybody... I don't think they can make legal determinations. I mean, I mean, they could file, you know, they could record that right into the miscellaneous uh, records. And they well, can't that's tell what I, what I asked. I asked be. them that. I asked. I said, I even said, can't you create a miscellaneous file for me? Because I want to start to, you know, putting my evidence in it. So when I'm ready to do my case, it'll be here. And they said, no. They didn't know. They acted like they didn't know what I was talking about. This was many, many years ago. And so I wasn't as uh, savvy to what they do back then as I am now. Well, okay, but, well, then maybe now you want to try to put that in and go after the clerks and, you know, maybe uh, go out, go on to ask, you know, use the Carol Lentz's process and things after, about the clerks for, you know, they can't, I don't they, want first of all, they can't make these legal determinations to say whether you can or can't put something in the public record. Yeah, they well, here in California, they area. do. Here in California, in L.A. and at, in Norwalk, where their recording office is, uh-huh. they do whatever they want. Right. They turned me away. I, they, I mean, and it's far for me to drive there. A friend of mine uh-huh. took me. My friend Norman took me. He filed some documents. Okay, I'm but, file uh, a criminal complaint because you would have to find out what you know. Ask them, ask them for like a FOIA of what exactly are the things that can possibly be filed into the uh, into the county clerk's office. You know, and, and the public records. What are the yeah. are? Give me a list of stuff. Well, they have it on their website, you know. But okay. uh, I, well, I'm going to let you go. I'm just saying that this guy, you need to make a list and tell people to refer them to certain callers that you've had in the past and go get educated, you know, you know, with them. Yeah, so, I try to put little notations under the calls, you know, like when uh, the guest speaker's name and they yeah, they tell me saying, a little bit about. You need to write what, a list up. You should have a list beside your thing and just point and say, oh, 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 go to Rick Iverson. You talking about traffic stuff? Go to Rick Iverson. Oh, you want to talk about uh, taxations? Uh, go to um, Adele Weiss or, uh, Weiss or go to, um, like I said, uh, Ken W. If you want to talk about mortgage, mortgage foreclosures, go to Why Dan don't Benham. you do that for social me? Social Security numbers, <laughs> go to Dan Benham. Yeah, well, that would be nice, but why okay. don't you do that? I got you make the already. list. I you got, got the list? Head. Oh. <laughs> People just need to start listening to calls over and over and over. Well, yeah. That's what they got to do. That's it. All right. I'm going to hang up. Gotta I'm going to go so the other guys uh-huh. can get on. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank Hold you. On. Very good information. Thank you. Okay. Next up, uh, Roddy K, go ahead. And I'm going to also unmute. Let's hey, see only- here. Dave in Delaware and Great Gazoo. Okay. Everybody's been unmuted. So you can talk. If you want yeah, to be uh, unmuted, uh, press star eight. Yeah, I'll the guy that wanted to know about Internal Revenue Service. Just tell him Hello. to go to www.escape-tickets-capital-i-capital-r-capital-s-court.org and read those those definitions and follow the instructions. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. 
Great Kazoo, what did you have to say? Hi. Uh, the the case uh, with Kobe Bryant, I think it was an IRS case. Oh. And, uh, yeah. And um, Senate Report uh, 43 from the 1930s uh, talks about uh, property, uh, who owns your property and why. And basically all property is vested in the state, and the best we can get is user, usury, you know, bringing in communism and all that kind of stuff. That was from way earlier. I couldn't. I, I was pressing pound aid for some reason to try to put my hand up when Donaldson uh-huh. and uh, the other guy were talking. And uh, what you said to Patriot One about your status, I think that's really great. But uh, one thing I would recommend you that you add on there, either before or after, look up the 1925 uh, Convention on Slavery from the uh, League of Nations defines slavery and that's why it's not defined anywhere else like the Constitution or or any other uh, United States code. They don't actually define what is slavery. It's already been defined, and, and most uh, nations are a party to that contract. But it's basically uh, the status or condition of a person of which all rights of property are exercised, something like that. Some kind of wording like that. But if you copy and paste that right onto your letter and then ask them who is determining my status, am I the only one who can determine my status? Am I not the only one that can determine my status? (laughs) I love it. You know, it's it's like the the EPA. You know, they want to throw you in jail for digging a hole that fills up with water. They want to claim that they own all the water in the universe, yet they can't provide a patent for it. They can't show you the contract they have with the clouds. Yeah. Anytime there's a flood and everybody's dying and their homes are all, there are nowhere to be seen. Everybody should be suing the EPA because the water is destroying the fucking village, you know? <laughs> the EPA? Yeah, environmental protection racket. Now, if you collect rainwater, or something like that. There was a guy in Texas who had a car dealership set up some rain catch system in his parking lot so he can wash the cars. Yeah, I saw. Well, know, yeah, yeah. Try to save and the they, planet and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they try to shut him down. It was a dealership in Las Vegas that was trying to do that too. Um, a car yeah. dealership. You yeah. were you know, get catching the water and using it to wash the cars and whatever. And they made him stop because yeah. if they do that, if 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 everybody does that, then the the DWP won't get paid, you know, or who knows what the reasoning is behind it. It's all commercial, though. It has to do with, you know, they'd rather the dealership pay for their water than, you know, try to reclaim, or you know, the rainwater. But not all yeah. states do that. Not all states. I think they're, uh, in California here, they're hoping we <laughs> catch the water and reclaim it because... We're in yeah. such a drought situation here. The the point being that your body is 70% water, and if they own it, then you're a slave, you know. Yeah, they, well, they don't. Right, they don't. I like to look at everything as an offer, you know. <laughs> old, yeah, that's a good way to do it, you know. That's the way pretty it, much it is. Even if it sounds like an order, it's still an offer that they have the authority to order you. Yeah. 
you know, uh, I keep seeing these. Um, well, I don't. I shouldn't talk about that on the. I won't talk about that. Never mind. <laughs> you know, the government sends out letters saying it's re- this is required or you must do this by law, but they never provide the law, and after a while they stop doing it because it's really not required and it's not the law. Yeah. But send I can't tell you. Send them back to the Constitution and say, here, this is the law on the land. Uh, maybe I'm missing it. Can you point out the section where I'm required to do something? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous. But I just find that that one simple sentence, and, you know, I learned that from Gordon Hall. Am I not the only one that can, de- am I not the only one that can determine my status? I believe it was Gordon Hall I learned that from. And that's such a choice sentence. It works in so many cases. <laughs> it works for everything, really. Well, yeah. And, and like you say, they'll dance around it and they'll just, you know, throw that in the garbage and try to hit you with something else. I, I was helping my uncle. He got run over by a, a Jeep while he was riding his motorcycle. And they sent the... Well, it turned out the guy didn't have insurance. The last minute he got some or admitted he had some or something. But they sent him a letter. And at the bottom, it said something like, you know, legal threat or some. I forget the exact words they put on there. And I I wrote a letter back to him for, uh, you know, for my uncle saying, oh, thank you for sending us your, your, your legal threat. I forget what it said. I wish I remember. I wish I still had that letter. But it was great because they just totally had to backstep and they tried to approach from a different angle and say, you know, we want to settle for this amount for the motorcycle. And, you know, he had $400,000 medical bills. He was hospitalized for three months. They were, they were going to cut his leg off. Jesus. Yeah. And they want to pay him $900 for his motorcycle and they're not saying anything about what he went through. You know, I just, I can't, you know, I have this sheet called Golden Nuggets. I have mm-hmm. compiled others. When they come up with a good one-liner, I always write it down and I add it to this this list. And I, I think, I think I posted it. Let me see if I posted it on the website. Let me go to my website. The website is myprivateaudio.com. MyPrivateAudio.com. Let me just see here if uh, I put it under here. I think yep. I put it under Court Easy Scripts. Hold on a second. And if, and if anybody on the call likes what they hear when they tune in every week, click that donation button, throw in a few dollars. Well, thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. Um, but I guess I don't have it on here. I have some episodes of Sam Davis and Gordon Hall. Um, but you know what? I don't think I have. Oh, yeah, I do. I have the episode numbers, so those are good. But I guess I didn't add it. But let me read you a few of these one-liners okay. that possibly you could use. Like uh, like if somebody from the government comes to your door or whatever. This one is from Jerry Kane. It's you ask them for their um, name. And if they say they don't have to give it to you or something like that, or they say they don't have their card, that's what one did to me. He said, well, I don't have my business card. And I came right back with, are you refusing to identify yourself? 
Why mm. that gets them going? Yeah, Federal eighteen one, two forty one. They're going in disguise on your property to deny your rights. I think that's two forty one or two forty two Title eighteen. Oh, I, I I don't know about those. I just these these are just asking questions. Are you refusing to identify yourself? Another one from Gordon Hall was, "Are you trying to compel me to contract?" I use that all the time too. Are you trying to compel me to contract? Real simple. And then here's one from Carl Lentz. What man or woman is making a claim against me? And another one from Carl is, who was injured or harmed? If I harmed a man or a woman, please bring them forward so that I may settle this matter and make the man or woman whole. Those are great one-liners. And John Stewart, John Stewart said, in a, uh, I guess a woman was in a mortgage case, and she kept saying, who is the holder in due course? Who is the holder in due course? The fourth time she said it, the judge gave her back her property because the law firm that was representing the bank or the mortgage company couldn't answer that question. And if they're not the holder in due course, then guess what? They have no business even being there. Yep, they have no standing. I, I get clear carried away. And here's one from Dean Clifford, who I use all the time. Who is the public servant? You or me? <laughs> That's great. It's like the yeah. other guy. Who is the public servant? You or me? Yeah. And then there's one. I will conditionally, this is Gordon Hall again. I will conditionally accept your offer to contract upon proof of claim. I will conditionally accept your offer to contract upon proof of claim. And then my friend Linda Wall. I will conditionally accept your offer to contract upon valid and verified proof of claim. She she juiced it up a little bit there. Okay, then Carl again. What man or woman? Oh, we already did that one. Is that an order? Where should I send the bill? Yeah. I love some of these little golden nuggets that people have said, you know. Dan Benham said, uh, I have no knowledge. You know, I think uh, Hillary and Bill Clinton used that one a lot, too. I can't remember. Uh, I have no knowledge. I got an idea. Uh, huh? I Is got that... an idea. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, you unmuted me, but uh, didn't officially go get ahead, to right. me. I was going to say that, kidding. since you brought oh, it up earlier, yeah. I think I think only moisture can prevent forest fires. Hey, <laughs> um, uh, uh, on the uh, on the letters, the the previous caller brought it up. If you respond, you're presumed to be the re- the uh, targeted individual. The uh, the key thing that I have seen is to merely write on the envelope. Like if you get a letter from someone you don't recognize or you don't have any business with, is to write on the envelope. Uh, no such entity resides at this address. Forward or return, and that uh, that covers a lot right there. What I did is I, I was getting letters from Arizona, and I just put address E not recognized, and I kept doing oh, yeah. that, and then they transferred it to the state, to New Jersey, where I'm at, and then New Jersey tried to send me the same kind of letter, and I said address E not recognized, because they have my initial on there, first name, middle yeah. initial. It could be anybody. I don't know. Was it all Was it all caps? Uh, no, it wasn't. Oh. Well, it's presumed, though. I mean, in every every situation, like if you're opening mail... It's got to be for you, you know? Yeah, exactly. If I don't recognize, I mean, my middle initial is a C, so that could be what, you know, Chuck, Charles, Carl, Carl you know, Carlos, you know, it could be it could be anyone. 
And you can look at who it's from as well. Uh, some of them even say for business purposes only. It's like, oh, well, thank you. I have no business with you. So I just, you know, just return even, it. Don't even open I even, it. I even did it to my bank when I opened a bank account and they sent me the first statement. And I said, address E not recognized and returned it right back to them. But the key thing later, is. Uh, I got one with my name spelled correctly with lowercase letters. <laughs> one key thing is to notify anybody that you do have a you know, some sort of business relationship with is uh, a lot of times they'll work with you is to, uh, when they, when you put your name, uh, put care of underneath it because, you know, you just merely maybe receive mail there sometime or, or whatever the case may be. Right. Or, or P.O. bars helps. But, yeah, def- definitely the key thing is, I, I believe, to put uh, no such entity resides at this address on the envelope. Don't even open yeah. it and uh, order they, return. The mailman stuck a card in my mailbox saying, is there a person here? And I wrote on there, there is no such person here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to watch it because they'll look at that and be like, well, we'll just prevent all mail from coming there, but you might have to go yeah, to your that's... local you know, mailbox, post office station and say, hey, wait, no, 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 not everybody, you know. Yeah, that's basically what happens. I don't get any mail. Did you bring up that 1933 stuff earlier? Who, me? Oh, the Senate Report 43. It's titled Contracts Payable in Gold. Somebody brought up 1933 or something, yeah, from long ago, and I think Dave mentioned to Congress uh, what they're uh, they're not recognizing is a dual system. And uh, many of us uh, have researched this, and and my friend believes that what created the Federal Reserve Act is... Congress can do the gold and all that good stuff because we, we the people are the state. You know, when the state owns everything, the, the the people are the state, but you won't find them because they're hidden. But the Federal Reserve and the paper money and the stuff was created as a, as a, a safeguard to protect the true wealth of the people. So the fictional world can come in with its own fictional money, and uh, you'll recognize on the paperwork it's for debts, public and private because the people said okay you can come in as long as you don't take our wealth use your own dang money and we're going to use it we're going to use it too and it's a it's a, it's a beautiful uh system there so they get confused when they go back a lot of these uh, scholars and read the old documents well it says right there congress well yeah that's for congress and the gold and the people forget about that Shh. think about the dual system they get a commercial fictional entity operating at the same time they can't come into yeah. our world but we can I go into theirs I've been in Omanta, and you search U.S. Dash Congress, and it tells you right there we're a privately held company. And they they show you who's the manager, they give you the telephone number, directions, everything, and then you Google who's the manager, and he's that guy who just turned himself in last month because he was touching kids while he was a coach, high school coach, and paid the kid two million dollars in, in hush money, and he got fifteen months in prison. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. You know, if if, if this Fictional fractional reserve system was to crash. So many people would be harmed by it, but in reality, if you know if you know what you're doing, the people would be fine because we still have gold, we still have the wealth, we ha- we still have the land, the state. We are the state. We own it all. We have the and ability it, to barter with one another. You know exactly. Mm-hmm. And these commercial you know, these the, commercial entities, these commercial fictional entities, they still have to pay their percentage for using our land. Think, think Can you just call them agencies? 
You guys, listen, in 11120 of the government code in California, it states, the people of this state do not yield their sovereignty to the agencies which serve them. The people, in delegating authority, do not give their public servants the right to decide what is good for the people to know and what is not good for them to know. The people insist on remaining informed so that they may retain control over the instruments they have created. This article may, may be, shall be known and may be cited as the Bailey Keene Open Meeting Act, whatever. But the point is, yeah, I mean, ultimately, they're just, they, the Federal Reserve is merely an agency. And as, as well as other, these things that are being called corporations, that's ambiguous. I mean, the government agencies don't rule the people. That's obvious who's, who's, from this statute. Who's speaking? Is that Cliff from Florida? No, it's morning Donald. duty. It's it's Donaldson Donald. morning duty. Oh, I thought it was Cliff from Florida. Nope. Sorry. Well, what would you say now. if it was Cliff? How would you respond to Cliff? From from Connecticut. I don't know. I'm gonna mute out. You you take it easy. Okay. I'd like to what chime in with something for please for oh, Donaldson. All right. Go ahead. This is Tree Hugger from Northern California. Okay. This. Donaldson, what is it? you just read. Now look at the word people on there. Is that word people in capital capitalized? No. There's no capital P in front of people? No. Like on the Constitution? Where in the Constitution it says we the people, that the people is capitalized, which mm-hmm. means that it's a certain group of people. Not uh-huh. everybody. Are you arguing? Okay, so you're arguing syntax. That's a syntax argument. I get what you're saying. It's a, a uppercase, lowercase issue. That's a good point. But it's, I don't think it's relevant because due to the logic and reason factor, a, any reasonable person would know who they were talking about. Well, I don't know. In the Constitution, it's capital P, we the people, and that Clint Richardson has debunked that as being uh, Freemasons. We, we the people are the Freemasons, that, that special group of people. Who started? Who created this country and built it? I like that. Actually, Angela, I, I I like what he just said because it makes me think. And I just want to say, first of all, I apologize to you, Angela, and to everyone on the call, okay, for being such an asshole. I really, I really do have a tendency to be arrogant um, and feisty, like greedy with with my time and i'm i'm really sorry about that and a lot of it has to do with my excitement so but i just want other people to know out there thank you thank you but uh yeah so regarding the uppercase and lowercase people business like i think i think that's it's interesting so i'm not the people then huh not on the Constitution. No. That Constitution was written for the posterity of the people who are the Freemasons. So is that where home rule comes in then? Maybe you can answer the question for me. So, like, how do we get, like, you know, cities with charters that becomes autonomous to state law and can operate outside of the, you know, outside of the state law, and, and especially with, and they use federal money, so it's like local federalism type stuff, you know?
Uh, I, I don't think I'm qualified to answer that question. Well, I was just thinking that because of the contract that the federal, that the local community, in other words, municipal government, as far as I know, when on the local level is is the people of the local community, what like for the people of, in other words, in the charter for the city and county of San Francisco, it does talk about. It, it, I don't think it mentions people, actually, to be to be honest with you, but I, th I think it actually mentions persons. It doesn't actually mention people. So none of the of the laws are for the people of of San Francisco, only to affect all persons in all sectors. You see, that's their goal is to encourage the participation of all persons in all sectors in the affairs of the city. Nowhere did they mention people. And that's what alludes me to believe, right, that the state provision at 11120 referencing people is something significantly different and opposed to this person that is referenced in the preamble of the charter for the city and county of San Francisco. Yeah, well, person is, that's what the name is. We're all occupying an office, a government office called the person. We, and that's through the, the surname, the, the capital all caps name is is a title to an office, as Ken W. Uh, would, would tell you. And it's a government office, which is regulated by federal government. And it's residing, uh, your, your all caps name resides in Washington, D.C., this corporate headquarters where it was issued and created, and they regulate it. They regulate that name, and they've turned us into sureties for that name. We're all the surety of that name instead of the, I don't know, some other. The, the surety is like the lowest on the totem pole. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. You know what it is? It's our conduct, I think, because every every time I ever get asked for my ID, my brother, here's what happens. I'm incriminating myself, right? And, and you know what? Here's what I've read. See, I've been studying law, right? In corporate law, I've been looking at some corporate law. Okay, Some corporations, they don't get the Fifth Amendment or the Fourteenth Amendment protections. I mean, they're, even though corporations are legal persons in law, right, they're, they're, they can sue and be sued, they still do not get the Fifth and the Fourteenth Amendment immunities and privileges of the Constitution. And, and, and that is the key and trivial point that all of you are, are talking about right here. It's that corporations have to incriminate themselves. They have to. They're not, they're not men and women, you see. They are the slaves. Corporations are the slaves. But that's what your name is, and when you're using that name, that creation of government, which is the name is the creation of government, that surname, you're using that, then then you're um, you're you're complicit, and, and okay. you're and you're and you're mm -hmm. yeah, you're complicit, and you're. Well, um, let me. Can I ask you a question about the corporation? Then, if my name is a corporation, who else is involved in it? Besides me, if, if my name, just the name itself, is a corporation, right? 
Where's the That's other party? That's what all these agencies are set up for, the president. The president is the president of all these fictitious names. Well, He's wait a second. Clear something up for me. Help me out. I'm trying to figure out if my name itself is a corporation and where those corporation um, uh, what members are, are at, you know, and the shareholders in my corporation. You say, you say my name itself is a corporation. Does that mean your name is a separate corporation? Let's just clear that one point up. If we can do that, then we're going to be getting somewhere. Is your name separate from my name? Um, just like figuratively, just like it, like different monopoly pieces on the same monopoly board. But it's not me, right? It's not my name no. either, no. <laughs> and therefore it's not my corporation. But if you're using it, yeah. If you're using it, then then there's certain um, liability involved. I think what I'm saying is there's no one else involved, right, with with my name. It's 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 mine. It's my right. That's my property. There's no corporation there, but I think I and I think that what happened is that the state took on the duty of the church, because I remember I think I remember hearing somewhere down the line that that the people's names used to be written down in their Bibles, the family Bible. But somewhere down the line, the, that the state began, took over that job, and it started creating these these birth certificates, right? And that and the blame, it's all, all on the uh, excuse me, the blame goes to the uh, what do you call it? To the uh, what, Federal Reserve and the, and and the, and the and all this other you know like money stuff, right? But we never look to to the church aspect of it. Like, how is it switched over? The name switched over to. You know, the state now is protecting my my identity, oh, yeah. my name, right? So well, I don't think there's a corporation there necessarily, unless it's the Vatican. You're talking about the Holy See, and they actually do have a a a, a, a page on the Department of Defense's website. I highly recommend everybody go check that out because they're going to find out how the cat, you know, how the Vatican is is connected to the Department of Defense. Oh, yeah, the Pope is complicit in this, totally. Now, Holy See, this is the Holy See of Commerce. One thing I want to say is the guy said that we are the surety for the for the name. When, when you are a representative, uh, there are certain privileges that you get, uh, being that the principal has to pay you compensation for acting as a representative capacity. He also has to indemnify you in case you do something within your scope of duty and cause some damage or whatever. You have to be indemnified by your boss. It's just like if you were a cop out there on the streets busting people up. If you act outside of your scope, you're no longer a cop. If you walk into the gas station and steal a pack of donuts, you're you're acting without your scope and you have no indemnification. So there's another thing that you have to think about is it doesn't matter how the corporation is created. It's the only way that you can rebut the presumption that you're running a corporation is by an affidavit. And by oh, that was so pretty. I'm glad you said that, dude. 
Thank you for that. <laughs> right. That's cool. Yeah, but, yeah, but it, you know what, sir? Um, that's uh, You can't buy a gallon of milk with an affidavit. What's that? No, but you can you rebut the presumption. You can buy a gallon of milk can, with an affidavit. He said you can't buy a gallon of milk with an affidavit, but you can do this. You can pre, you can rebut the presumption that you are somehow legally disabled. Yeah. See what they what they've set up is you you are representing this office of the citizen, right, or the office of the person, as you call it. You're re- you're a registered representative. You're the only representative because you went down with the birth certificate and got an identification card to identify you as associating with that, you know, estate or entity or, or you know, state, whatever, you know. So you're the you're the only one on the hook, and the principal is nowhere to be found. Let me put this in here real quick. Dark Knight is on here in the chat. <laughs> He goes, you can buy a gallon of, listen, you can buy a gallon of milk with an affidavit at McDonald'son's. McDonald's. (laughs) You can buy a a gallon of milk without. You can buy a gallon of milk with an affidavit. Yo, I'm trying to smoke a bowl and and I just choked. That is hilarious. (laughs) You can buy buy a gallon of milk without a name. How do you do that? <clears throat> well, you walk huh? in there with cash, three fifty. Hey, where do you get the cash from? <laughs> where do you get the cash from? You rob the bank. You have to dig it out of the ground. That's where you find money. Yeah, I find at least twenty-five cents everywhere I walk. Just picking up pennies and nickels and dimes. Gold and silver would be better, though. Yeah, That's what I was referring. If you're if you're west of the Mississippi, there's gold everywhere. You just go out and you find yourself, get yourself a gold pan and a shovel, find yourself a little gold, and then you pay twenty dollars for your gold claim, and you own it for life. At least twenty acres, and you pay a dollar per acre for for tax each year. You can build on it, you can live on it, you can do whatever you want. But you have to send them your uh, labor sheets to show that you're working at least 100 hours every year. What the hell with that? I don't have to show them nothing. That's ridiculous. Well, otherwise, yeah. somebody's gonna, somebody will be able to come onto your land and make another claim, and they'll jump your claim because you're not working it. Oh, well. <sighs> yeah. What's Donaldson saying, Yo, Angela? I about to stop. I can't read that. Re something to speak if you keep. Oh, his typing is all messed up. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh well, okay. I'll unmute you, Donaldson. There you go. Yes. The thing about the name, though, these names is that they're all owned by uh, the the Pope, or the government. The government, whoever created the names, who is the owner of the names? And you, Donaldson, and me, we did not create the name. We're we're using it. We're like 
So okay. we have no rights. We have nothing so, to it. We have what to make a superior claim. Create? You yeah. said create the name. Wait, 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 wait. You said we did not create the name. Well, who did? Your parents. Government, Your parents. government the Pope. Okay, so now we have differing opinions. He said the parents, you say the government. Which one? Your parents. My, my parents created me and named me. That's... You know, they created the government created the birth certificate. Well, were yeah. your parents the government? Because parent the government can be your parents. I think it was your mom and dad. It doesn't say mom and dad on the birth cert. So your mom and dad gave you your name. And then they registered it with the government. They registered it on the birth certificate to the government, and now the government owns it. But what you just said a second ago? Can you repeat what you said a second ago about the the name? Yeah, we don't own it. We it was we didn't create it, so we don't own it. The, um, you know, you cannot you can, you don't own you can only the only person who can own something is the creator of it. Whoever created this name scheme, this name game, is the owner of it. And, it, and I, the, yo, yeah. I conditionally accept your offer that we do not own our names. On proof of claim, right, that I do not inherit my mother and father's property based, ultimately based on common law. And that they gave me that as my right well, and that my rights you. are also my property. They what, made what, he's you. what he's describing is slavery. If, they, if you don't own your name and you think it's you, if you think you are your name and you don't own it, somebody else does. It's property of another. We're, we're actually committing you, a crime. You are not using your name. Fraudulent name through the pro- using the property of another. And that's how we, they turn us into criminals, and then they can enslave us because slavery is only legal for criminals and uh, this and that. And they turn us into criminals, and then they can mm. um, regulate us and, and okay. enslave us. And well, they won't put you, it on the record, right? Let's see. Whose name do you use then? If you don't use the name on your birth certificate, what, well, the name is—it's a two-part name. Right. You have the first name, which is the Christian name, and then the second name is the surname, and the surname belongs to the state, and it's a mix—it's a mix. They—they they mix the two names together. <laughs> You're well, you do like Malcolm X. <laughs> You're going to get Malcolm... beat by the police and thrown in jail if you don't give him a name. <laughs> oh, that's, man. that's true. You do. You get taken straight up to jail, and you get strapped to the bench, and you get. You, they basically hogtie you if you don't have ID. Yeah, in San Francisco, why, right? That's why you need something from a court. Just having an affidavit just is not enough. You need the court to recognize it. You need the court to recognize that um, you you have to get into a private citizenship status. You have to have something from a court to show a cop. Actually, I've had something from the Secretary of State, you guys. I did an apostille. Do you guys know this guy? What's his name? Uh, He's the one that talked about the common law ID quite a bit. Angela? Anyone, really? Um, You know who he is. Mark? Mark, Not Mark. Um, Common law ID. He sent it out. In other words, all I did was I got... Two, two witnesses to vouch for my identity, and we went to the notary. And the notary witnessed them signing a document that said that they, you know, that I am Bob who I Ryder? say I am. I also signed it. Was what? that Rob Ryder? 
Rob no. Ryder, I think. No, no, he's awesome, but I, it's not him. Um, and anyways, the point being, I got back from the Secretary of State after I did the whole authentication process. I'm trying to skip some facts so that I can just get to the point. Uh, and then at, at some point, I had to use the the piece of paper, right, with the gold seal on it that I got back after it had been double-checked, so f- full faith and credit, right? Um, so what happened was I was t- a cop needed to ID me, right? They they have to ID me. So I handed them that as my ID. I was released right away after he looked, flipped through it, and he saw the seal and he saw the signatures, and basically, ultimately, just you know, said I could just go, you know, on my way. Ah. And I did not show him the state ID. You could so, have a library card, and that's enough if it's got your picture on it. You can show him your Costco card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, all I don't you know need if is it has to be steel and all like that. Functionally, what they call it. But it's well, still claimed... your property, though. That name is still your property. I hear what you're saying. You're right. I realize that. I realize that. You're right, though. That's where Sir David um, was talking about. Um, You have to. He's been sick. I wonder if he's better now. He had a bad flu or something there for a while. He called me, and I was supposed to call him back, and I forgot. Anybody heard from Sir David? You know what? I have not heard from Sir David. This is Donaldson. I know you're asking other people, but let me, oh, when I'm you say the state, I, I just want to, before I forget my train of thought, we were just saying how some, they hold and they own the name, not you. Well, guess who holds my name? My name is held by the state, right? Well, guess what the state is? Who is the, who is the state? The state are the freeholders, the private citizens of the 13 oh, okay. colonies. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Right. So what? Uh huh. Of the thirteen colonies. Oh, did you know that in 1879 California was entered into the union by an act of Congress on equal footing with the original states? Equal footing. Okay. So who's who is this? Well, like I was saying a second ago, who is the state? Who is the state? It's not you and me. If you have one of those all caps names, you are not the people. You are Hold not on a second. State. That's not answering the question. I want anyone else to try to answer the question. What is the question? Since I'm not, the question is who is the state and who does it represent? Don't you mean what? Entity. Can W says they're a group of private citizens. They're private citizens. They are private citizens. And are you private? Are you a private yes. person? No. Private man? Yes, the state is not a what. The state is not a who, it's a what. Yeah. Okay. Right, so, so what I'm they saying is this. Yeah, the state is a what, but it's it's a body politic made up of uh, presumably people. Inferredly, it doesn't people. exist. Inferredly, it's made up of people. So what I'm getting to is this: when I say state, oh my god, why? Well, please, someone turn down their music or sound because this is really annoying. Money, Mike, and uh, okay. All right, so. Bottom line is, it's yourself. You, as a citizen, if you show them state ID, right, 
You're a citizenship slave. It's it's no, it's yourself. In other words, you guys, you're, you're very good at detracting. Whoever it was that that got in on that last little set of detracting and taking me off my point, good work. Okay, good freaking work. Because these people okay. that were listening were so in tune. And I'm gonna tell you right now that the the idea that the state is you is not going anywhere. It's here to stay. You. Bottom line is, if you have a state ID or any type of ID, and you're part of the body politic, right? I mean, you're going to register with yourself. You Guess who's holding your own birth certificate? It's the larger part of you, the body politic. So there is no contract, and there is no one else that's, that's uh, ownership over your name. Why is that? Okay, you know what? Let's hold it for a second, because you're running off at the mouth again. And I love you dearly, but you got to let other people have a chance to talk, too. I just unmuted 346. You've been unmuted. And East and North Alabama, you've been unmuted. Did you want to contribute to the conversation? Just speak right up. 346? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For East and North Alabama? Go ahead. Yeah, this uh, uh, whole whole thing with the name thing, you know, I... I you hear it all the time in capital letters, uh, all caps, but you never see any proof, you know, that well, you Well, I think it's true. Rich. It's all true. It's, it's just not going to work for you in any, I don't think, in any setting. When you're dealing with them, they'll laugh you right out of the courtroom. I mean, you know, you got to know more than that. But it's true. I mean... They, you know, that's why your name is in all caps on your driver's license. That's why the usually the headstone on your grave is in all caps, because it's they're they're well, dealing it's, it's with as a corporate entity. It's, it's just not work. proper grammar, is all that is. It's you know, even when you go to the hospital and uh, they put the little band on your arm, it's all you caps. know, name in all caps, and I says, hold huh? it, hold it, you spelt my name wrong. I ain't dead yet. You need to fix that. You know. <laughs> And they don't know what you're talking about, right? They haven't a clue. They know. haven't a clue, right. So, you know, we know it. They don't know it. So some of them do know it. But what does that have to do? When you're dealing with them, you you know, it's like I said originally, it's status in knowing who you are in the grand scheme of things. Go ahead. Yeah, they, you know, just arguing any of that in the court is going to get you nowhere. Right. And that's you know that's that's the whole point of that you know it's without any kind of bona fide proof that you can verify that they will recognize arguing anything with capital letters you know is is going going to get you nowhere you know you need to stick to the rules that they understand if you want to defeat them and they are defeatable very easy you just got to follow the rules well. Whose rules? It's <laughs> rules of court when you go to court. Oh. Uh, yeah, I well, think right. rules. Like uh, uh, the gentleman last week, you know, a good starting point is take jurisdictionary. There you go. I mean, Bill Thornton recommends it, you know, several. Yeah, well, yeah, it's good uh, primary information to know all that stuff is, is going to help you. It's not going to hurt you. Well, it just basically teaches you less is more. You know, don't add anything into your paperwork that is unnecessary. If you can say what you need to say in one sentence, and you know, instead of a paragraph, 
you know, that's even, that's better, you know. Sure. Short and, and sweet. You know, I I spoke to Bill Thornton on the phone. That's uh, one of his biggest uh, recommendations, take Jerry's Dictionary. And you mentioned uh, talking to about uh, Sir David Andrew. I haven't spoken with him since uh, your last call. I spoke with him after the call, probably for another two hours after your call was over with. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> God. I know he can talk, and he's great with that. I mean, he's really he's he's got so much information in that head of his that that he could go on probably indefinitely. Yeah, he's quite windy. <laughs> yeah, but it's all, all good right, information. Well, I'm just in. I just want to reiterate about that capital letters thing. You know, that's not worth bringing up in the courts because it's not going to get you nowhere. Oh, they'll laugh you right out. Yep. It's other things though. That are important. No, but that's but that's the issue. That's an issue, and if you don't resolve that issue, then you have no standing in court. Well, that's with jurisdiction. You 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 hold them to that before you go any further, and don't let them go any further. And they will try. They will continue talking, just like okay, we heard what you said, and we're going to go on. You got to keep stopping them at that point. But I, I mean, don't listen to me. I'm not a lawyer. I, I've, I've never done it in court. I, I practiced a lot, though. <laughs> the, you know, the, the whole thing, jurisdiction is most courts have jurisdiction. Jurisdiction is the authority, whether constitutional. Oh, well, it depends. To hear a particular cause, like in Alabama, district court can only hear cases up to three thousand, uh, uh, three thousand, ten thousand dollars. And uh, circuit courts can have uh, concurrent jurisdiction with district courts on a certain amount. Are you but saying Richard Cornfork was wrong? You know, and then appellate courts can only hear on civil matters can only hear things up to fifty thousand. If it's above fifty thousand dollars, it goes straight to the Supreme Court. Now, you know, it's just what the court is allowed. Uh, it's jurisdiction. You know, venue is not the same thing as jurisdiction. And, and you know, uh, a bigger part of that jurisdiction is standing. If you don't have standing to invoke the court's jurisdiction, the court doesn't have jurisdiction, whether it's subject matter or personum jurisdiction. And to have that standing, you got to have an injury impact. You got to be what you're complaining of is the cause of an injury, and what you're asking the court will redress the injury. Only those three things will invoke the court's jurisdiction. If the court moves without those, it doesn't have subject matter jurisdiction. Okay. 346, did you have something to say? I wanted to confirm, was he indicating that Richard Cornforth was wrong? No, Richard Cornforth is wrong, not wrong. I recommend people to listen and watch those videos that Richard Cornforth did. It's all good stuff. I, yes, it is. I believe this gentleman was talking about venue in regards to their different courts and different levels and things that they could hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Venue and jurisdiction are not the same thing. And this I, is Donaldson. And venue I can concur with that. Is location, isn't it? Yeah, this, you can switch the venue. When you want to, when you want to move something to a federal court, that's that's changing venues. 
Right. But jurisdiction can be is there's two types of jurisdiction. And Lawfan knows this best. It's uh let's see, what 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 is it again? It's uh, uh legal and common. Oh, my bad. It's subject matter and and uh and um and personal. In persona. <laughs> I was just messing with Lawfan because he actually you know, he likes to mess with me. But uh yeah, it's uh, in personam jurisdiction and subject matter, right? So yeah, jurisdiction in, can be what's up? In rem jurisdiction. Yep. Oh no, that's a remedy, right? That's found in equity, right? No, in rem is an admiralty mm-hmm. jurisdiction. There's uh there there are actually thirty something different jurisdictions out there. Nice, nice. Okay. This is what I like. So, okay, now we're talking admiralty jurisdiction, right? Or admiralty court. Yeah, uh, an action brought in RAM is admiralty. Admiralty court, right? But the jurisdiction, the personal jurisdiction of the court over an individual, even in admiralty, must be based on one of two things, subject matter and and whether they even have the ability to to get personal jurisdiction over that, that person, right? Yeah, but generally nobody knows how to handle that. Well, or argue it. For this is matter. Donaldson. I'm I'm Donaldson. How you doing? What's your name? This Keith King Dolan in Alabama. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> it's fun. I have to say, this is a fun call, Angela. Um, well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. <laughs> every week, yeah, every week. It's a great, always a great call. I have to say, every Thank week. You. Thank you very much. I this, appreciate this is, that. This is Tree Hugger. And I remember last week that um the guest said uh, he could he wanted he tried to change the venue of the court to um take take the civil matter out of that court and change the venue to uh, McDonaldson's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they have some good uh them some good uh, le- um jurisdiction there, I heard. It's a good yeah, jurisdiction. Yeah, he, that was pretty funny. Yeah, I, one uh, one thing when uh, Angela was talking about all, all those one-liners before, um, and then I that uh, I just the the people always talk about waking up. You know, when you start following, listening to the truth, and and you, there's a waking up process and. And, yeah, and the the waking up to me is is waking up to realize that we're living in a dark age. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well that's a matter of opinion, but yeah, okay. How a dark age? What do you mean? Well, not to say Stone Age, but <laughs> what this is it's a dark age. Where uh, it's when you wake up, you you wake up to. To realize, look around you. I mean, just look around you. We're like a minority here having this little conversation. This is not happening anywhere else. You know, I travel a lot in my job. This, this conversation is not happening anywhere else. God, I hope right. it is. I hope it's happening in other countries, you know, little groups getting together. I'll bet, you know, well, you'd have to own talk shoe in order to find out. Because <laughs> we don't get to see the ones that are in other countries. Right? Or do we? I mean, I don't know. Does China have group conversations like this? 
our people in China or in Italy or in Russia or in Germany or in, you know, yeah. I know that Australia, I mean, they, they listen to our calls, people from Australia. They have their own calls, too, in Canada, stuff like, in places like that. But I hope there are people yeah. all over the world having these conversations and waking up. Well, there up. wouldn't be any waking up process, then. There wouldn't be a waking up. <laughs> nope. Well, everybody's waking we're up. In a dark age. If we were in a well, enlightened age, then everybody would be awake, and we wouldn't. There wouldn't be a waking up because we'd all be hopefully awake. We'll, hopefully, we'll we'll get to the enlightened age. I don't know. You know, a part of my awakening process, you guys, has been <clears throat> seeing how much I'm catching up to other people, and so first of all, every one of you has played a part in that. Mm. And I want to thank you for that. But, no, yeah, awakening you. is not supposed to be comfortable. Yeah, and it takes time. It's not something that happens overnight, obviously. I've been doing this since 1999. I'm still at it. You know, I'm still researching. I'm still looking stuff up. I'm still discovering things that I never knew before. So it's not something that ever ends. <sighs> I guess yeah. if you sometimes want to be... you're not even aware. You're not even aware you're waking up. Sometimes either it takes a while to realize that you've done that. I know. Yeah. But Angela, when so, was your? Did so, you did you uh-huh. actually have an awakening moment? Did you remember? I've had so many aha moments that are you know all part of it. Every time I you know pretty much I have a call, I I learn something new. But what's the first moment you remember like making the connection between legal and spiritual? enlightenment because this is there is a there's a fine line that this legal system actually the higher ups the elite they know and that's why they use I have no idea religion what you don't know what I'm talking what are you about talking about between spiritual what there's no okay listen we were we were talking about a yes there legal. is but the legal yes absolutely well, that was my awakening I believe he's yes, referring that, to the that connection between the spiritual realm and the way that they have the legal system constructed. That could be good. Let's go with that. I don't know. The government has them at the top and us underneath. Spiritual has God at the top and us underneath God and the government at the bottom. Oh, I don't know if there's a connection. But that's the worldly version of spiritual. Spiritual is more in the new... I mean, I don't know. I get what you're saying. Listen, you guys are going to appreciate this. Donaldson's at 1%. Thanks for that last dude chiming in. Um, I'm going to get going. What does that mean, Dim- Dim- Donaldson's at 1%? What does that mean? I, I got 1% on my phone. Wow. Um, yeah. My phone might die right now, actually, while I'm talking. But this has been very, very insightful, and it's keeping me on point. You know, it's keeping me on my toes, so okay. I'm really appreciative. Well, good. I hope everybody learns something from these calls, you know, even if it's just some little thing, you know, that makes the whole two hours worth it. But you know, you guys that are into Bill Thornton, you know, go back and listen to our call we had. It was so informative, and it's right on today as it was then. Um, do you all have the link to our podcast page? <laughs> hey, Angela, I thought of uh, I thought of a little gold nugget uh, while I was hearing you guys was doing that stuff. Um, oh, okay. Um, 
it was on it was on Gordon Hall's show. He was trying to get one of those scenarios going, like with the court thing, but it wasn't from Carl Lentz. And that you know, like he was just going with his uh, like the offers because he actually talked about before of uh, that there's different offer way to, ways to offer it, like four different ways, and unconditional was one of them. But he used to never uh, he used to never talk about that one. So Batman came on one day, and he just simply says, uh, "I unconditionally accept your offer. How may I help you?" Apparently that uh, uh, that neutralizes everything too. Apparently. Mm-hmm. I just put a link in the chat for our podcast page so you can go look up Bill Thornton or anybody's, all the audios. If you haven't seen the podcast page, it's got all of them in a line, in an order. You don't have to go to any other pages. Do I have a little little bit of noise yet? They shut them all down, but there's still some noise in the fountain. Huh? Huh? No noise? Okay, good. No, I don't hear any noise. Okay, good. Because there was some earlier on my end. Go ahead, Great Kazoo. Oh, hey. I just wanted hey. to say uh, my phone hang up, hung up on me. But um, Brazil right now is about to arrest their president. So people are waiting. Oh, up. really? Yeah. Brazil is about to arrest who? Their own president. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Is that, on, is that on Drudge Report? A what? <clears throat> Is that on Drudge Report or something, or what? Uh, no, Where'd I found you... it on, um, I get my news from LiveLeak.com. LiveLeak, yeah. Yeah, pretty good. So why are they going to arrest their their president? Uh, they caught him, like, uh, embezzling, or they he mismanaged some funds. <laughs> oh, <geez>. I <laughs> told you we yeah. should have had Olympus to Chicago. God, they're all criminals, you know, all of them. I don't think there's any of them that are just. And and this business with Donald Trump and, and Hillary, she's going to be the next president. Yeah, I think, I think uh, Donald Trump's got ready to drop out. Yeah, well, his I guess his campaign manager slipped something about him. He was saying something about not following the Donald, but following uh, the guy that Donald... Don, he wouldn't. He would. Paul Ryan. Uh, Paul Ryan. That's it. He Paul wouldn't Ryan. acknowledge. Yeah. So he made a slip about that on some news, I guess. But who knows? You know, just like last time we had a, an election. You know, when Obama was running, look who the Republicans put up: McCain and and Palin. It was like a joke. It yeah. was just to cause disruption and and distraction and. You know, keep everybody yeah. off, out of focus. It's just and they're show. doing the same thing now. They got Donald Trump is probably in their pockets just like the rest of them are, and they're just putting on a show to give everybody, you know, something to talk about to keep us distracted. Because I've been saying it for a long time, they just they plan on Hillary being the next president, and so she will be the next president. And yeah. uh, there's nothing anybody can do about it. And I, you know, if no one on this planet voted at all, she would still become the president because that's what the powers that be want. Yeah. 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 It, it's just a show. And Donald and Trump. Every time he opens, it. yeah. Every time he opens his mouth, he says another stupid thing. So you know, I've given up on the whole situation. I mean, I, 
I gave up on the election process back in 2004 <clears throat> with the hanging chads. That pretty much started my um, not trusting the voting system. And then when I did the website for G. Edward Griffin called the Coalition for Visible Ballots, and they were following them. And that woman, Bev Harris, who has blackboxvoting.org, or I think it's .org, um, you know, they were following the votes around the, the, after the precincts closed. They were following these people, and they were just dumping it. So why would anybody bother to vote? Why would anybody listen to these people saying, if you don't vote, you get what you deserve? That's such crock. I can't believe some of the stuff coming across the airwaves today. You know, people are stupid. I'm sorry. We have a very inferior species, the yeah. human race. I mean, look at they put, they call them sheep. Well, they gave us a good shepherd. Why did they give us a good shepherd if we're not sheep? Although I'm not. not none of our group are sheep. <laughs> but the majority of the people are sheep. They go along with everything that they're programmed to do. You know, it's it's kind of disgusting. I, I don't know. I tell a lot of people that the United States is a corporation and it doesn't seem to really have as much as an effect as I would like it to have, you know? Yeah, they think like, a lot. I'm trying to jolt them awake and it's like, oh, Yeah, well, no, you know, they don't, they're not taught in the school system. The school system doesn't teach them, you know, what's right and wrong. They teach them about what's wrong and to continue doing yeah. what's wrong. And And to have the grades... It just it makes me sick, you know. It just shows if you have good grades and you're just choking down everything they tell you. You're a you're, clone. You know, yeah, they force you to study and and force this crap into your head, and none of it's even true, you know. Cloning. You, you, it's called cloning. <laughs> yeah. I think the whole school system is just about that roll call. Just to raise your hand and say yes, I'm here. Uh-huh. No, it's to brainwash the the people. It's to brainwash you at a young age, as young as they can get you, nursery school, to brainwash you, to start thinking the government is your friend, the government's going to take care of you, just hold your hand out, and we'll put in there whatever you need as long as you vote us in, and all that horseshit. Excuse my French. Uh, It's all a a game. It's, it's, you know, everybody's got to have a college education. Excuse me. No. You know, whatever happened to working part-time and hands-on training? You know, that doesn't happen anymore. They expect you to go into debt, to go to college, to get a job that you ain't going to get, you know, to, to, to get a profession. I mean, how many doctors and lawyers are we going to need in this country? Yeah. You know? There, if you, you know, I was on the, I, I was looking, I got this MetLife dental plan, Okay. Mm-hmm. for dental insurance and I was uh, on their website and it says you know to put in your zip code and whatever how many miles you're going to go and you it gives you a whole list of all these dentists that take that insurance do you know there were two American names out of a list of like 500 <laughs> and when you look at the language they speak it's Farsi Filipino. I mean, all these foreigners are here 
And where are the Americans? I mean, yeah. okay, they're becoming Americans. I'm not. I'm not bad mouthing them. I'm not. I'm not. Say, I'm going to one that's got a foreign name. So because he's got a good Yelp review and all like that. But I, I was just amazed because I heard a, 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 a an an interview with Doctor. What's his name? Mishu Kaku, the physicist. Yeah. And he was saying that the only people that go for the doctorates anymore are foreign people that are coming here. Yep. I'll just and PhDs. Say that. <laughs> They're all yeah. foreigners. They're not, where's all that's because I'm saying we've got a a brood of, of inferior species here in the United States. They've dumbed them down so badly. They're sheep. That's it. They really are sheep. I can't yeah. deal with them. You can't talk to these people. They're so stupid. You can't you can't have an intelligent conversation with them. They're unconscious. They immediately they immediately jump to conclusions and think they know what you're talking about and start rattling off something that has nothing to do with what you're saying. You know, you, <laughs> I, every time I, I go into the bank, I talk about the bank and the money and all this stuff, and they they shake their heads, yeah, huh, huh, huh. They have no idea what I'm saying. They're agreeing with me, but they don't know what I'm talking about. All they know is what they've been told. They're supposed to be giving you the equal exchange. Like if your check is for $100, you're supposed to be getting 700 Federal Reserve notes or or 2,500 Federal Reserve notes because you can't buy, you know, a one-for-one ratio, $1 for one silver dollar. You know, it's like well, you're supposed more. to be able to. Yeah. <laughs> a dollar is a hundred and so many grains of silver. I can't remember exactly. But anyway, that has not. That's not what I mean. When I go into the bank and I talk to them about, you know, why does it cost so much now for, you know, rent and house payment? It's you know, it's not because anything changed. It's because the money's no good. That's the only thing that changed is the money. Mm-hmm. The money is no good. It's Federal Reserve note. It's being manipulated by the powers that be, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the Warburgs, those people. They're still in charge. They're still the 5% that own the 95% of the wealth. You know, why is that happening? Why is that still like that? Because capitalism. Because <laughs> people are stupid. They don't know. Yeah. And the more they go to the public fool system, the stupider they get. I don't know. Call me crazy. You're crazy. Yeah, stupid cattle, Dark Knight. You're right. No, nah, you're not crazy at all. No, <laughs> they're crazy. No, see, in, a, in an insane world, the same man is crazy. Well, it's true. Know. I mean, you, new people, I just heard a guy on Tuesday, he said, I just found this a couple months ago, and I'm talking to all my friends and family, and they're all turning their back on me, and they all want to fight, and they don't want to hear it, and they just run away with their fingers in their ears going, la, 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 la. Yes, that's what they do. Like morons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's awful. But, you know, hopefully you'll start turning around. You talk to your neighbors. We have to, uh, you know, what I noticed online is that you can take, you don't have to go to the school system anymore, public pool system. You yeah. can teach your kid at home or online, and you can leave out, omit all the garbage that you don't want them to learn. 
You don't have to get them vaccinated if you teach them at home or on the Internet. I don't know. People should be taking their kids out of schools in droves. But I understand, you know, most of the mothers out there, not most, but a lot of them don't want their kids at home. They're glad to drop them off at school and get rid of them, give them some peace and quiet. You know, they're just, yeah. Bad but true. Bad but true. It's unfortunate. But, yeah. So they don't want to train their kids. They think, you know, the government's going to take care of everything. Well, if you let the government take care of everything, your kids will wind up calling the police on you if you smoke a joint and getting you busted. Or the kids will say, you, you hit you hit me, and so they'll take the kid away from you. That's what they're training your kids to do. It's Big Brother all over the place. I see it. You know, yeah. if you see something, report it. <laughs> I had an ex-girlfriend who was like we live teaching in her Russia. kids at home, and they were a lot smarter than some of these other kids that are in public school, you know. Because I guess she, you know, not only is she teaching them what's on the curriculum, but she doesn't watch television. They don't drink soda pop. You know, everything is all educational, and occasionally, you know, the reward you know, cartoon, movie, whatever, but they have a lot better. Yeah, but who value. taught her? I don't you know. know. If she went to the if she went to university or college and she was taught by them, she was taught the same crap, and she's teaching her kids. Yeah, but I just mean like the basic, you know, reading, writing, math, that kind of stuff. Like yeah, really not you know, my mommy. I have two mommies, or. You know, that stuff is something that should be taught in the home by the parents. I don't think the school system should be teaching that stuff. That's brainwashing when you start teaching that kind of stuff. All they're supposed to teach is, yeah, reading, writing, and arithmetic, period. Right. Throw some science in there, you know, earth science. Well, sure, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, I'm thinking grammar school. As they get older, you know, you start advancing the curriculum, but... uh, I don't think you need to teach them all this extracurricular shit. I excuse my French, you know. Look at uh, uh, Michael I mean, look of Bernicia. He's, he's huh? in uh, Michael of Bernicia. He's in uh, the UK or British, Brit- Great Britain. I don't know who that is. Oh, you don't know? Well, what he did was he formed a little group called the Bankster Busters. They got their own treaty. He destroyed the uh, revenue collection tax people. He destroyed the birth certificate people. He, he pretty much destroyed everyone. He won a $350 million lawsuit against the banks. And he Did set he up collect? A, you know, he set up a universal community trust. And he's got videos online. He, he's the maker. He made the video uh, called The Great British Mortgage Swindle. The Great, let me write it down here. Hold on a second. The Great British Mortgage Swindle. Yeah. It's like a two-hour document. <laughs> it took him 10 years to make it, though. But <clears throat> what he did with his daughter when they were when she was born, uh, they, they did the birth at home. They had, uh, 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 what you call it, a lady helping midwife. with the delivery. Yeah, midwife. And... Uh, she tried to get him to do the birth certificate thing. He wouldn't do it. He, she sent a doctor over. The doctor made a point that, hey, uh, we're just here to 
make sure that, you know, the child is healthy and safe and they weighed her and they examined her, did a physical checkup on her and everything and everything was fine. And uh, they all told them, you know, this is the wave of the future, what you guys are doing here, you know, not registering your children and all that. So he started getting letters from the state saying, oh, you have to register your child and we're going to find you this and we're going to do that. And he wrote them back, you know, saying, okay, prove that there's a benefit. Prove that I'm required. Show me the law. You know, I've I've, uh, put everything, including the the birth of my children, into a private trust. And any questions, it's going to cost you $30,000 for breach of trust. And, you know, send it back to them. And they responded back, oh, we need the details of your child born on this day and this his date and all what's, that. What's the guy's name? Michael what? Michael of Bernicia. B-E-R-N-I-C-A. But he's like That's fucking funny. brilliant. I I sent him an email one time and that was about as far as I got, but he's real private right now, I guess, because, you know, he won. But anyway, he's... Sounds like he'd be good to get on the call. Oh, I wish he would. He, he would be a great one, I'm telling you. But he's in the time difference. Yeah, that's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon when we're on, or 2 o'clock in the morning, or I don't know. It's like 12 yeah. hours difference or something, right? Yeah, so after three or four letters back and forth, they couldn't answer his questions. And he was like, okay, fine. You know, not only are you already liable for the charges you've already uh, levied, $30,000 per for time you mentioned my child for breach of trust, that we'll be glad to pay the fine of $2 per occurrence for not having a birth certificate. She could just pay $2 and, and not need it or whatever. He found some loophole law. So that was the end of that. They never talked to him again. But he, ra- he raised his children at home and teaches them at home. And, you know, she knows about chemtrails and everything like that. And so he says it in his videos, like, her daughter, his daughter was pointing out, Daddy, look at the chemtrail. It's the biggest one I've ever seen. And he's sitting there, <laughs> you know, racking his brains about what to do because they were attacking his father's property. Yes, I see it here. This is the great British. Thanks, Oz. Go Bosley. Put the link in there. The Great British Mortgage Swindle, and then there's other ones, Breaking the Banksters. Yeah. The Fraud of English History and the Rise of UCT. Universal Community Trust. That's great. He's He's got a whole trust thing going on where it's, it's global, you know, where you can set up these communities. He'll pay for everything to get property, buildings, and he, he'll explain everything, how it all works. I tried to sign his... his uh, they tried to sign his treaty and asked him if there's anybody in America, and they just said no, and that was the last I heard of him. Mm. But he's got a website well, it's called, uh, what's the website called? Uh, Dignity Alliance? No. That it looks like here. It's uh-huh. called self, Self-Realization or something like that. Self-Realization.org? I don't know. I'll, uh, he'll probably say it in the video, right? Mm, yeah, if you can find his actual uh, YouTube channel, he's got a link there, Self, self-realization. Oh, there's another one here that says, uh, a powerful and rare interview with Michael O'Bernicia. Yeah, that's oh, probably Vinny him talking Smith. about tax. 
how he defeated the tax man. But he does he does give interviews now and then, but I haven't I haven't heard anything new from him since that movie came out. There's this Albion Academy. Albion? Albion. Oh, we'll yeah, check it out. Be. Anyway, I think it's time to close up the call. What do you guys think? Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> oh, Roddy, there you go. You've been unmuted. Hello. Hi. We're going to uh, wrap up the call. We've gone two and a half hours. Absolutely. Let's, let's end it That's on a, a good... positive note. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dave, uh, no tax man mentioned earlier, uh, no disrespect to him. He sounded like he planted a little bit of seed of doubt, conspiracy, you know, negativity when he mentioned about Secretary of State and winding up dead or whatever. Um, I, I say uh, I like to encourage people to access their local newspaper. They can put articles in anonymously, keep it simple and polite. But if enough people or persons contact their Secretary of State about any business, corporation that is wrongdoing in their area, you better believe that that's the one to go to. He'll send a letter to the Attorney General. They'll discuss it. And in the name of the people, they will bring charges against any corporation that is wrongdoing, IRS, no matter who it is. Because mm-hmm. if you're if you're the internal no, they service, won't. <laughs> they yes, won't. trust me, trust me, they will. They're properly. all in bed together. They're all, you know, the same deal. I mean, they're all uh, that. Because you can, you can, you can do it. You can but, do it privately on a personal level. Level, but the last thing they want is millions of people with pitchforks showing up. So, by God, they yeah. better act on your behalf, or or something could go, could well, go wrong. <clears throat> Angela, I, I'd like to make a comment on that because... Um, Go right I, ahead, you know, because they haven't, they didn't... Tree a lot of people complained about the uh, mortgage fraud scheme and all that. And the Secretary of State's office, I don't think they really did anything. Yeah, because they try to avoid getting involved with contracts that people sign or persons sign with each other. Like I said, it's a, it's a contract, so they, they can't interfere with a contract and they know their rights, but... If enough yeah, but if the corporation it, is ripping people off and doing robo-signing and, and, and saying so-and-so is their vice president but really isn't, isn't that fraud? Look, you, you can talk to, Steve, talk to Steve about that or get enough <laughs> petitions to your secretary of state. It will work. Okay. Have you done well, it? I've called, I've called the secretary of state of my state, and I, told, and I informed them about the fraud of the birth certificate. And they didn't want to hear anything about it. They didn't. They yeah. hung up on me, basically. I would too, because it's not a fraud. Oh, it's not. Oh, a name is not fraud. A name. No, it's just a, it's well, a documentation it's, of an event. That's all it is. Uh, no, it's more than that. It's the beginning of a corporation. It's the the um, charter of a corporation, the start of a corporation. And it's beautiful too, because they invest in it and create a lot of funds for, in your name. It's wonderful, isn't Hillary it? Hillary Clinton was the secretary. Dude, not, without, not without my knowledge and consent. No, your parents gave them that permission. Um, yeah. That's that, that but was you've been going, their knowledge and consent either. But, they had no knowledge of that. But they had so no knowledge of, the, of that. That's part of the dual system. But you've been using that corporate name your entire life, so and it's part it of the scheme. So the, the four requirements of a valid contract. Which I bet if they fraud. say, who are you, I bet meeting if they say, who minds, are you, there's no meeting you even... of the minds, that's, there's no uh, can, um, explicit terms and conditions. It doesn't meet the requirements of a valid contract. You've been, you've been using that name your entire life, though, that's what I'm saying. And, but if they ask for ID, you ignorance. want to that birth record, don't you? In ignorance. 
So go create your own name. Go create your real name. It was an emergency. Go create your own name. name. I have a first name. My first name is my real name. (laughs) We can go on and on about the name, but you know what? I think they enjoy it when we go uh, over and over about the name because we go in circles and get nowhere. Angela Prince did it. Go create your own name. Use it. Go to operate that yeah. corporate one. I agree. Go do that. It'll, it'll be attached and you'll have rights to it. Only you can dictate okay. what you do now. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank thank you. you. Thank you, everybody. It's been fun. And remember, <laughs> am I not the only one that can determine my status? That's the line you need to remember. Am I not the only one that can determine my status? Only you can determine your status and not them, unless you let them. Oh my gosh. I've been rattling on and I've been on mute. I've been muted the whole time. No, you're I've been talking. No, no, Jesus. no. It happens no, all the muted. time I do that. I keep muting myself out and then I forget, and I talk, and... <laughs> the two, the mutes? <laughs> I think of that, uh, my cousin Vinny audio, but the two utes? <laughs> All right, everybody. I love you very much. Take care of each other. Have a Angela, great mute weekend. The, mute, mute, Angela, mute this guy out. <laughs> Too late. I'm already... I'll, I'll mute myself out. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. okay. Uh, Unless somebody has something that is, you know, important to say... Does anybody have anything else to say? Uh, oh, darn. I left the light on in the bathroom. Okay, I'll, I'll keep doing this until we wake up everybody. Is that Cliff from Florida? There, there you go. There you go. Cliff from Florida. All right. How about am I not the only one who can determine my status? There you go. No. Am I not before the only can, one that can determine my status? No, before I can, I can enter a plea, it. I need you to make a judicial determination that uh, constitutes uh, warrant, uh, warrantless arrest in this case. There you go. Nuke Walter. I, I, I typed in a whole bunch of one line, those one-liner golden nuggets into the chat. If you want to look at it, you can collect the chat transcript. You can do that. Okay. There's a link on the website, myprivateaudio.com. And it's right on the home page, right there in the front, on the right, where the audio stuff is. It's right underneath there. You can get a link to the podcast, a link to the transcript. And uh, and fraud vitiates all contracts. There's all kinds of good stuff on the website. You can, there's a search engine on the front, so you can type in any search term, and it'll bring up reams of info on the subject. Angela, you forgot to cover that Hillary Clinton is a clone. <laughs> yeah, you see that little Caesar she had uh, when uh, they were interviewing her. They made that she made that those little weird moves and stuff. No, that's, she's uh, a life model David. decoy. Yeah, Sir, Sir David. David. I'm, I'm yeah. starting to wonder if he was right now about that. <laughs> Who? What? Sir David Andrew. Uh, oh he, yeah. He talked yeah. about saying that Hillary's actually dead a long time ago, and yeah. Uh, well, she's twitching. Would, yeah. How do you prove something like that? You know. Well, there's the footage it's all right there. Hearsay, so, you know, that's all you can go by. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I, I, I can't stand her or her husband. I think she's, medi- this one we're seeing is medically unfit, and I think she'll be forced to drop out pretty soon, either by medical condition or uh, revelations by uh, Julian Assange and others. Her, her husband is an abuser of women. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're going there. Then they're I going have down. Gold. I believe. I'm sorry. I believe they're going down, and I believe a lot of heads are going to roll. Oh, listen. You know, I hope that's a nice thought. You know, but uh, it has powers to happen. Be pretty much have a good stranglehold on the planet. I'll tell I mean, you they why own the military. They can have. You know, they're killing us off with these viruses and different things. Wars, you know, they're, 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 you know, they're not stopping what they've been doing for thousands of years. I got a corny revelation for you, and it has to happen. Go ahead. The Clintons have to go down because the Trump has sounded. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, okay. <laughs> Whatever. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't have any faith in the system at all, or trust. You know, all I, I I trust myself and my son, and that's it. And you guys. Hmm. It's just Marjorie. What? Marjorie. Okay. Marjorie. East and North Alabama. Who are you talking to? All right. Well, I don't know who you're talking to. Angela, do you have Rob Ryder's information? Oh, yeah. I've been chatting with him. Yeah, I used to, I've he, had him on the call several times. I've been chatting with him, but he, yeah, uh, he, he's, uh, he's got some good good stuff. You know, it may not apply to everyone all the time, but dang good stuff about accepting the contracts. Yeah, but I haven't seen anything, any remedies from it. You know, I, I've had all these great speakers on the call. I've Rob Ryder, Gene Keating... David Clarence, um, I don't know, all kinds of people. And I don't well, see any remedies coming out of what they talk about. Well, a lot of people Rob Ryder haven't applied it. It all makes sense. So it all makes Rob Ryder calls it the birth certificate a deed under seal. He, he's, a birth, he's the what? guy who started that. The birth certificate is a deed under seal. But, Angela, here's where two callers that Whatever. you've had before. That's, it gets too complicated. Here's, I'm sorry. I'll make it simple for you. Here's here's where another guy you used to have on a lot and Rob Ryder come into play. Okay. If you have a piece of land surveyed and you accept the deed, you own that space. Now, if there's a house on it with a mortgage, this is where the Carl Lentz stuff comes in. Come get your stuff off of my property. Okay. That's that simple. Yeah. You got a man owns the space. And uh, some fictional entity says they have equitable title to the property that's on the property. Well, come get it. Have a good day. <laughs> All right. Very good. I guess that's. Am I unmuted? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I got to check now. You know, I'm using this other headset because my other one died, and I have we to have remember a to check going. this thing. What? We have a joke in the in the group about when someone's belligerent or talks about muted. We'll we'll say Gus, Gus, mute this blankety out because that's what uh, old mustache guy used to say. It's kind of a kind of more inside joke. Gus, Gus, mute this effer out. I got an email from Sam Davis already. I mean, I All sent right. him an email back real quick, and he sent me another one. Hi, Angela. I'm doing very well. Thank you. No longer inside after 19 months 
of being in the same building with no way to get outside. Bobby, Bobby and his wife, Bobby and my youngest son came to get me on Tuesday morning, and I am now in Boise at the halfway house. Better bed by far and much better food. I have a job. I start Monday. Now is the world. How is the world where you are? Still doing the radio and talk programs? What is going on out there? Right when you can. Miss talking to you, Sam. What are the rules on the halfway house? Should have said, come on the call now. (laughs) Get him on the call. Call him up. Let's go. I have a question, uh, Angela. Let's do it next week, but what? Um, you, um, I don't want to be too personal, but I'm trying to understand. What did he do? Sam? Yes. He laundered. He did a money laundering thing for the government. They did an undercover sting operation and got him. He took the bait. Oh, oh wow. He admits to it, you know. He t- he admits he did a wrong. You know, he's been preaching to all of us for so long not to do that, and then he yeah. did it. But you know, they become. So, you know, they they did. They had guys becoming friends with him over a couple of years. I mean, that's how deep they 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 were into getting him, and they they got him. That's what they do. You, that's you know what, what you, just, you can't trust anybody. You know what yeah. you just revealed to me is this is how they legally or m- mysteriously launder money is by setting other people up to do it. So it's still laundered, isn't it? Could be. Could be Obama just uh, laundered over $400 billion for all we know. Sent them cash. It wasn't American cash. It was in their currency. So how did he get yeah. that? I don't know. But you, no. but you see what I'm saying? Everything's done as a false flag or a, a dry run, you know? Yeah. You're, tr- you're so right. He, he, he laundered money for somebody. That that act still took place. So who are the agents involved? Let's get them. Well, that's it. You know, the, the I thought it was entrapment, in the, and so did he. Everybody thought it because they were entrapped. He was entrapped along with, was it Sean? Oh, what was his name? Sean in Arizona, I forget. And uh, a couple other people that were, you know, going to the meetings there in Vegas. I had gone to those meetings in Vegas. But anyway... Uh, yeah, they talked him into, I, I what happened was one of the uh, undercover cops said he had a connection at the bank and got some bank checks from the bank and was able to sign them. And Sam deposited uh, one of them in his, or I don't know how many actually, Sam deposited the check, it was like 30 grand in his bank account. And gave the guy a portion of the money. And Sam kept some of it. And that was it. So you can't do that. can't fall for that. I don't care how good of friends you think they are. <laughs> when it comes to money, uh, can't trust them. Be careful. Yeah, I got people. I know some people. Yeah, that's the first, first thing. Somebody says, I got connections, you know, run, run, run. Yeah, run far, far away from government entities. They but he didn't know they were. Video you know, they... footage on him or something. They had to have something because I'm thinking, oh, with all he knows, I don't understand why he didn't, how he didn't get himself out of that. Well, he fell for the bait. He took the bait and cashed the check into his bank account. When you do that, oh. that's it. They got you, real easy. That's cut and dry. Uh, no, he just so got a little. So you can't use the 
So you can't use the Richard Cornforth, where's the injured party? Not when they give you a check from a bank and you deposit it in your account and cash it and take half the money and then give the other half to the guy. Uh, That's pretty cut dry guilt, if you ask me. And see, it was it's all about your intentions, you know? True, true. He, he intended, he knew what was happening. I mean, it wasn't like he could say, you know, I didn't know. He knew damn well what he was doing, and he admits it, so... He accepted his punishment, did it, and now he's out and he's good to go. I love awesome. Sam Davis. Me too. Me too. Yeah, he's a, he's great. He's great. I learned, I've learned so much from him. So much from he's him. A he's a man. Yeah. He's, he's a, a man. good man. He accepted the responsibility and he took all the blame. I would Because he didn't he want did. that other guy to get in trouble and the others. And But, you know, anyway, what were you going to say? Uh, that affidavit of specific negative environment he talks about. Oh yeah, I've actually, I've actually used it and it worked. Oh, I'm sure it works in a lot of situations. Yeah. But not when not when you take the bait and yeah. you know, that's what he did. Well, I'm glad to see he's out. Me too. It's a quick yeah. five years, to tell you the truth. It seems like it went by really fast. I think Irwin would be out next year if he was still alive but anyway that's neither here nor there oh, all right everybody jeffrey huh where's our buddy jeffrey one two five three four i don't see him on here is he on here oh darn we're missing him oh you know who else hasn't been on which i noticed is uh the gallant goose greg gory i know i checked his call uh, recently and it was off uh, today too maybe he's been busy illuminati got it I hope he's okay, because usually he's on here stirring up trouble. <laughs> but anyway, um, that's it. We're going to close it out. God, we went almost three hours, two hours, 48 minutes. Ta-da. Ta-da. <laughs> that's pretty good, considering we didn't have a guest speaker. We just all chit-chatted. I like this, though. I like when we do this and we don't have a guest speaker. I mean, you I like having guest plans. speakers on, too. I like having them on because we always learn something. But it's fun. I like the the back and yes, forth, the camaraderie. Don't have any plans? Get Peter on next week if you can. Peter Graves? Oh, Peter. No, no, no. Lost the Rise. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why I keep saying Graves. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> you get him. Get him on too. Guy. Screw it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? They, uh, uh, Mike Golden had him on. I think one or once or twice. Great, Peter Graves. Yeah. Oh, you know what I've been trying to get? These, I've been trying to get Dave Merlin because he's on Chappie's call a lot doing his talk, yep. and I've been trying to get him yep. to uh, have a joint call with uh, Peter Hendrickson. That'd be fun. Oh, uh, I think you'd have locking horns. Uh huh. I don't. I don't know if Hendrickson is a tar, a tough guy to have in the room with others because he thinks only his way goes and that everybody else is wrong. In my Dave opinion, Merlin? no. Uh, oh, well, I think they're both the same, though, like that. They're, they're, they're way uh, right. I've had, them, Mark, yeah. I've had Mark Stevens on my call, too. I've had Get him on. Carl Miller on. No text man on. It'd be beautiful, yeah. Roundtable. Yeah, that know. would be nice to have a roundtable discussion, but you've got to understand these guys are so headstrong that it's it doesn't it just turns into a shouting match. Have you ever had Rod Class on your call? I've had Rod Class on you. Yeah. He was on not, not too long ago, actually. 
when he got, I think he had a, he won his case or something, and I don't know, he's a good guy, I like him, they're all good guys, you know, I don't have a problem with them individually, but when you get them all together in the same room or at the same table, they don't see eye to eye, they don't, and they don't, unfortunately, I shouldn't say this, but it's true, because they don't let the other guy talk, they don't, they don't, I don't know. Well, we'll try it again sometime and see if we can work it. But uh, where is Carl Miller, King Dolan? I don't know where he is. Give me his number. Somebody gave me his number a long time ago, but it didn't work for me on Skype. If you have a number that's good for him, give me it, and I'll call him. I miss him, too. I liked him, you know. Have you spoken to Carl Lynch lately? No, I'm not going to speak to Carl. Carl. Oh, oh don't go there. Don't get her going. I don't get her going. <laughs> no. I don't uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to close this up now. We're almost on three hours. I'm going to try to get Bill Thornton on again. I haven't heard from him in a while. Be good to have him on again. I like him. But uh, you should check out the call he did with us. It was over four hours, I think. It was, we went until the thing shut us off, I think. The talk shoes turned us off. But um, I don't know. You know, I haven't had time to do all this searching for, for uh, guest speakers because I've been real busy with my son. He's got a, uh, a mark on his face, and I've taken him to the dermatologist four times, and they kept freezing this mark on his face. But... It kept coming back, so now they did a biopsy, and they said it was a low-level one cancer, so now we have to go to UCLA and have another doctor look at it, biopsy it, or whatever. I don't know. I you know, And then the dentist, between him and me, both going to the dentist and the doctors and all that, I just I haven't had time to do much of anything. Today I got in late. I was I didn't start the call till like, I didn't come on the call until like five minutes before or ten minutes before. Usually I'm here at 5.45, you know, 15 minutes before stuff. But uh, they got me running around, so I'll give it my best shot, though. You mentioned a medical issue. You better bail out now. Everybody be coming on talking about their hemp oil and all that good stuff. Oh. (laughs) Well, we got to close the call out. I got to go eat. I'm hungry. So, and I got to go see what's good on Netflix. <laughs> or no, you know what? I got this link now. I'm going to watch that. I brought it up here. What? I'm going to go watch that now. That uh, The Great British Mortgage Swindle with Michael of Bernicia. I'm going to bring that up on my screen in my son's room so we could watch it. With Netflix, uh, you can watch. You know, I got a Roku TV for my son. It's really nice because everything's already there. Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, all the different streaming places. are They're just there. and You just turn them on and they work, I think. I don't know. I'm paying for Netflix. That's pretty much – Netflix and YouTube are pretty much all I watch if I'm watching anything. It's all a matter of time. I don't have time. But when I go in there to be with my son, I have time and I can watch different things. But I'm going to put this on. This The Great British Mortgage Swindle, because I have a feeling I'm going to learn something watching that. It's a two-hour video. So thank you for that link. I appreciate it. 
Okay, everybody, have a good night. We'll see you next Thursday. And uh, try not to hurt anybody or do bad things, you know. Try to do good things. Help your neighbor. Wake them up. Drop seeds so that they'll think. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Good night, everyone. Good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.